Misfits here at the Recycle Garage in sunny Santa Cruz, California. And I can say that because it was a wonderful day. And I love it when everyone gets so quiet and you cannot tell. We've got a room full of people here and we got a lot of new people. Uh, some people returning have been here in a while. So this well, is going to be fun. I'm going to stop it. Did you say new people or nude people? Ooh, no. Wouldn't our listeners like to know? Give me a second. We didn't have the naked ride last night as originally scheduled, so new people. Yes. But that's good because it gives everyone a chance next month to come out. Right, Brandon? That's right. I I just assume, Brandon, because he's a a ginger, that he just glows in the dark. Why did the naked ride get canceled last night? Oh, because not everyone was available. But since I already mentioned his name, let's get to who is here in the room tonight. And it's Glow in the Dark Brandon. <laughs> Time for a night banana. <laughs> yes. Hey, everyone. This is Liza. And thank you for reminding me. I do need a night banana. Anytime. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? <laughs> what the hell would you do with a night banana? I, ha- I was having it. some cramps lately. In the back of my leg. That's what night bananas are for. (laughs) What, you have like a Jimmy leg? A what? A Jimmy leg. No, that's where you get the cramps in your leg and you start kicking out. You know, the Jimmy leg. Oh, sure. I'll go with that. We we call it a Charlie horse here. Okay. No, it's a Jimmy leg. (laughs) Ah. And uh, running the board, uh, our other favorite ginger, it's Bagel. (laughs) Guten Abend. Ich brauche eine (laughs) Nachtbanan. Does that have something to do with a night banana? Ich habe eine Nachtbanana für du. Ja. (laughs) Komm zu mein Hause, ja. Oh, my. (laughs) What have I done? (laughs) My God. Oh, my. On the classy girl couch tonight. (laughs) Classing it up. Classing it up. And actually, uh, stepping up today and co-hosting, it's Morgan. Today we are all classy girls. (laughs) (laughs) Also on the classy girl couch, it's Miss Emma. Hello, darling. And I approve this message. Nice. <laughs> uh, coming in late, of course. I left one on the floor for you. There he is. Clutching yeah, there you his go. beer. Floor beer there you for go. Come on in. I saved a seat right next to me for you, Knock. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Knock, watch out for Liza's night banana. Yes, I need a good night banana. Don't squish the night banana. <laughs> <laughs> or do uh, squish the night banana. <laughs> Make room, make room. Make room for the man spreading is about to begin. Uh, over in the corner, it's Henry. Hey, what's up? I'm sucking the corner. He's stuck Did in the you corner. Suck I thought he said corner? he was sucking the corner. <laughs> All these night bananas. Only, <laughs> only for you, Brandon. Suckingthecorner.com. <laughs> as long as you do the hand jobs on the for your new website. Knock already has that domain. Yeah, we already said it. <laughs> <laughs> he takes bitcoins. <laughs> Oh, no. uh, returning, it's been a long time since you've been on here. We got Alan Smith. 
Yes, uh, first time on an electric bike also tonight. Hey, hey. Yes, you I'm... ruined a perfectly good new bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's aerodynamic. That now. bike is my Facebook profile photo, the big one. <laughs> yes. And, and can, can you tell me the name of the brand of your bike you have? Well, if, if you're an American, it's Energica. But if you're Italian, it's Energica. 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 So, yeah, so it's... Uh, so it depends on how you want to pronounce it's it. It's Energica. 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 Night banana. Night banana. Night banana, yes. Uh, Somebody's going to make that a One night banana and the two meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us, it's been a while, it's Zach. Hello, hello. It's good to be here. Nice. How you doing, buddy? Good. I made it up good on my you, tiny man. little bike with 30-mile range. Oh, we I are going to talk it. about wow. that, too. And yet another perfectly good oh, ruined no. bike. Well, that exactly. bike was ruined the moment Brandon got a hold. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> it's the only way to fix that's it, please. True. That's the only bike that's made it through the cabbage patch and survived. <gasps> that's right. <laughs> but it cabbage hasn't survived the night fun. banana yet, so we'll have to see how that works out. And well, I'm going to say something we could strap on it. The make it ride. Uh, I bet you do. I'm going to say that our our next guest here, first time here, I'm going to say he probably hasn't ruined any perfectly good bikes. H, am I correct? You're absolutely wrong. <laughs> Practically every bike I've had has been destroyed, and I used it anyway. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yes. Oh, my. So um, we had a lot going on today. Lots. It was a busy day. It was. And I'm so, I was so relieved when you showed up. <laughs> I was doing my best to hold court, but I will admit, sometimes like it's just beyond me, so I just give them busy work. Yes. To do? Like, well, follow that wire. See where it goes. I've gotten used to the fact when I arrive, I literally walk around and just kind of decide where to go first. Mm -hmm. It's like, do that, do that, do that, do that. But we got everyone, everyone who pushed their bikes in appeared to ride them away. Nice. No. No, one came back pushing. But then he rode it away and stayed away. Is the KLR still here? Is he still out there? No. Well, that's the engine. There's there's oh, like a rod sticking out the top of the engine. What? Yes. <laughs> oh, I didn't get that. Story. See, now I thought you Swap brought out. The, I thought you brought out the BB gun because you were tired of dealing with people, and you're like, the, hey, this uh, is it. We're done with you. <laughs> I, I heard the drone, and I'm like, I know what I want to do. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I heard it too. But I shoot it away. <laughs> Got rid of that thing. So I got yeah. Yeah, I got the BB gun. I wanted to shoot it out of the sky. I don't know why. That's like an instinctual thing. I must shoot it. <laughs> it sounds like a giant wasp. Probably doing that night banana like, thing oh, going no. on. Yeah, I know. Um, so yeah, we had a bunch of people with bikes that really needed our help. Um, Thomas came in with his CB500. Yes. And uh, this was interesting because... He got the bike recently, and it was told, oh, all it needs is clean the carbs. <laughs> right. <clears throat> and of he that's cleaned the carbs, bought a new battery, got it started, but it didn't run great. It was like fuel-starved, It was how he was describing. But the problem is, this battery was put in in October. This is January, and it was mm. dead. So dead, in mm. fact. I put it on the tester. It was 0. .08. Ooh. Oh, that's dead. That's close to like, 13. <clears throat> There's almost yes. a volt. <laughs> Point. It's only 13 oh, volts away. It's more than zero. There was charge. <laughs> Is it like lime juice in the, right. in the battery And now? so I said, well, you Pee have a it. much bigger problem if your battery got drained that fast. Mm-hmm. And there was a suspicious red wire with a frayed end wrapped around oh the gosh. positive bolt on the battery. <laughs> and I went, well, that's suspicious. Yes, I Terry don't know what 
that is. So I said, follow it, figure out what it's for. Oh, that's the battery overflow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you got too many magic pixies you gotta you know it yeah. circulates it back into the engine oh, yeah. like those yeah. Yeah, like a water recirculating it, system electrical right. recirculating regenerative system. Yeah, pretty, and, um, keep the electrons he flowing. did some uh, followed the wire and he says yes I found it it goes to this thing and he points to the Dyna digital ignition on it and I said okay well mm. that kind of makes sense because this bike would have had points so this is an aftermarket thing right, right. I don't know if that's causing the problem I think you're going to have to redo the entire wire harness and that's what i left him with is that oh, what, what bike was it cb 500 oh, the, okay yeah, that yeah. was go away and stop bothering me is another way of saying well, i was like uh, start going through the whole wiring harness look for a broken wire and then i walked away then emma shows up and she's like oh that red wire Ooh, that's all that is a really good emma impression I'm like would you do the rest of the, of the podcast in the emma moment, voice there, thought there was two of you she knew right away oh that's not right check the wire darling (laughs) (laughs) hang on that's not right (laughs) see just like I said I couldn't even tell I'm gonna close my eyes I don't know who's speaking which one of you (laughs) (laughs) no it's like the whole room is full of Emma's god help us you should hear Knox's impression (laughs) (laughs) Knox aka master of accents <laughs> Sound like a drunk South African <laughs> French. Hello. German. Hello. Indonesian. Hello. Blimey. 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 <laughs> All right, back so, on track. Come on. Can you say what you deduced the actual problem was? So, and this would be why the bike isn't running right and why it was draining? Maybe. Okay. Um, it's certainly why his battery was draining. So, um, this bike had a Dyna electronic ignition mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if we go back to the days the the earliest days of diner um they had a magnetic trigger at the crankshaft which dispenses with the points dispenses mm-hmm. magnet goes past the trigger the trigger says <coughs> oh magnet's just gone past sends a signal up to a black box which translate the signal into a 12 volt pulse that the coils can use and crack coils fire mm. However, Dyna decided that we're going to develop this and develop this and develop this. And they got it to the stage where the crank trigger also incorporates really two little black boxes. So it's really easy to wire up. There's only three wires coming off it. There's no little black box. There's the negative for each side of the trigger. And then the infamous red wire, mm-hmm. which you'd really want going to um, a hot that only becomes hot when the ignition switch is turned on. All right. But because it's bright red, people oh, no, connect that to the battery. Right to the battery. Drain. So mm-hmm. basically <coughs> his diner was hot all the time. Right. And there is... He killed a, it with his ignition. He he killed it with his diner. Hmm. Um, so the whole time the diner's just sitting there like, I'm ready for a magnet. <clears throat> yes. Show me a magnet. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's like... Expecting an, a magnet, got a night banana. Eager... <laughs> It's like an eager debutante sitting on the stairs, <laughs> waiting for her prince to come. Who never and comes. Sings. Hello! <laughs> Slowly she falls asleep. After waiting for months and months. Yes, exactly. So did you uh, run so, into no, switch um, So anyway, the diner was powered up basically for four months. Right. <laughs> um, I, it'll be fine. Yeah. There's nothing really to go wrong inside them. But it, it's a minuscule drain, but it's sufficient drain. And the trouble is, when you get your battery really 
even though it was a new battery and it was a decent quality battery, once you get them to below two volts, yeah. they're done. Yeah. You just chuck it out. Now, um, I'll admit, I didn't know enough about how the system works to know that that was causing the problem. But yes. the red flag, and this is for anyone who's taking on a project <clears throat> bike, for me the red flag is that somebody who installed this didn't didn't uh, go didn't do it in a professional enough way when you see a bare wire wrapped around a terminal like at least here we'll put on a a ring terminal or something like if you're not going to do those kind of finishing touches then you have to be suspicious of any of the work being done on it yeah I will tell you the worst I ever saw Oh, no. Is it Terry? Wait, did you? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it might have been Terry, so you can judge. Um, but years and years ago, and actually it was back in England, so a long time ago, over 25 years, um, we, had a, we, had a, we had a customer come down who's, who was complaining that his um, rear light bulb kept blowing. <laughs> And so his solution was to tie a knot in the wire. <laughs> what? Did he explain what the knot was supposed to do? Look, it was to reduce the current. <laughs> he said he's kink, kinking the hose? You're shitting me, right? Wow. No, I, path the hose. I, I kid you not, that was his solution. You know, Henry, I'll bet you how Wait, it did it work for him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you pull it tight enough, sure. <laughs> no, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll go off, we'll go off <laughs> on one of my my interesting tangents now the 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 solution for that the actual real problem was his battery was toast and it was just a little six volt bike Mm. but these little six volt um generator dynamo bikes the battery is part of the charging system and it acts as a regulator it's like a ballast resistor Mm. and if your battery is toast It'll blow all the light bulbs. Mm. Like because a debutante. <laughs> oh. Yes. <laughs> because there's, there's all this elastic trickery coming out of the dynamo, and there's nowhere for it to go. So it goes to the lights. And so, like, uh, what was the solution for this kid at the garage? Did we just you put a tie a knot in it? it? <laughs> yeah, weren't you paying attention not when you tie a knot in it? Um, so we, um, we wired the diner correctly uh, and we actually use the power the the power side for the coils oh cool um so the the diner's now wired correctly but unfortunately his battery is just mm. toast mm. yeah and so a new battery in there would be good to go yeah. yeah he'll be good to go next week well, and did we ever get it started here at the no, no not good to go no. now he gets to figure out what's going on with the carburetors right um, oh, that shit. should that I should be an easy boy. enough oh wow so, so he's Emma. just worked up enough now that he can start fixing the bike Emma, you I still can't ride it I would have thought that if the battery is toast you put beans on it right yes beans, yes. Oh Our butter. beans on toast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so and that brings us back we had um, uh, the other kid with the DR350N yes now he said it was running poorly yes and um, he said but the battery had 12 volts yes but when they hit the starter button it would go way down yes and I and I said well I don't know if it's the battery, but I do know a weak battery yes. can create problems. He said, well, I brought, I have a new battery. I'm like, yes. well, by all means, put it in. However, he still had to put acid and juice in it. Right, right, right. But um, he put a new battery in it. Yes. Did that fix his problem? Yes. Well, it it fixed most of his problems. Okay. Um, we're going to go down to one of my pet peeves now. He put um, a Duralast battery in it. Mm. And... Please, if you're listening to this podcast, 
do not buy Duralast batteries. They are garbage. Do not last and batteries? I, oh, yes. God, they're <laughs> awful. They're garbage. just disgusting trash. Like, if in a bind, if you're in the middle of nowhere and you need your battery to yeah, take shit. Yeah, but, but like, I can't yeah. even recommend that yeah. because, strictly speaking, a lot of bikes now have balanced charging systems, and once again, the battery is part of the charging systems. Bonnevilles, the newer Bonnevilles from 2001 on, are a perfect example of this. And if you put a Duralast on it, you risk destroying the charging system because it'll take out the regulator rectifier and then the regulator rectifier says to the alternator, come on, go, 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 giddy up, and it'll burn your alternator out. Hmm, and that's wow. a very, very expensive fix. You know, I know I sound like a long playing record here. The only battery I'm really finding to recommend now are USs, mm. but it's it's a hell of a hit. They're like twice the price of other batteries, but you get twice the battery. He, interestingly enough, he ha- he'd bought himself a Parts Unlimited battery. Mm-hmm. Um, and Parts Unlimited, you know, their their stuff's generally you know it's quite good. Um, so it seemed to work just fine. So what exactly was going on with the KLR? He brought it in, and um, I forget where it started, but what he came in to work on today was he had stripped out the oil plug, and yes. so he got a tap yes, and tapped it out yes, um, and put in a new plug. It seemed yes. successful, filled it with oil. Yes. I noticed some other problems with this bike, like the fact that the uh, center stand was being held on by one bolt on one yes. side and that there was no foot peg on one side. Like, there was a lot of issues right so he put the oil in and tried to start the bike right what happened from there it just and this is a new to him bike right this is yeah this is a new to him bike just crank 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 and i couldn't even get it to thump and the ominous Mm. the ominous thing with that bike is it sounded like it got no compression did he i think he Mm. got this bike for free or yeah oh yeah yeah it was a very good price i mean it's been sitting in out outside and rusting for the past year just needs a carbs cleaned right yeah Yeah. um so we thump 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 we couldn't even get it to to even thump yeah so there's something ominous so of course you check a spark and it's got a spark and I thought, this doesn't sound like it's got much compression. Now, and a KLR has got an automatic decompressor on the exhaust cam, which is like a centrifugal mm-hmm. thing. So we pulled off the um, cam cover, and I jammed it. So basically, it was disconnected. Crank, crank, crank. And it still sounded like it got no compression. So knew the rings. Pull the top end off. And Oof. so we pulled the top end off. And the rings actually look okay. Um, so we'll cut the valves in. Um, next week and rebuild the top end and interesting was the valve clearance good yeah the valve clearance was fine mm-hmm. um, but that bike's got some <clears throat> history to it so um, I I suspected the rings because it'd been flooding and it you know whenever whenever a bike floods mm-hmm. you can often just wash out the bores and you can take out rings very very quickly mm-hmm. if that lubrication's gone right. and you're sending neat gasoline down the board yeah, I mean you know gas it, is gonna clean the oil off right. the sides it's just yeah. it's just <clears throat> cast iron against cast iron and right. just, <clears throat> and you know and I thought the KLR was unkillable oh yeah. I've destroyed two personally <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, oh, I'm, I'm, you know I, my electric bike survived longer than the KLR right <laughs> oh, wow no, no I, I really want to see this one 
one running. I've never seen a KLR with uh, super motard wheels on it. It looks oh, it's cool. that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah it's that one. It's was that the, that's the one where there was like a whole bunch of oil that one time the first time he showed up. Well, he put the oil in. The, yeah. Yeah. He put the oil in the top and it came straight out the bottom. Oh, fabulous! Which is not really what you want. <clears throat> In fact, I think it came out of the bottom quicker than he was putting in. Well, top. you know, that just means that it cleans out the oil. He's making very, very clean oil for the engine. That's, yes. That's the pre-oil exactly. change oil. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, um, yeah, so we had just a lot of people, um, mini bikes going. There were kids here. Mike dis- uh, <clears throat> disrupting the neighbors' peace on a Sunday. Yeah. Mean Megan was here and yeah. her pregnant oh, belly. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's, oh, um, yeah. yes, she's, um, she's feeling rather sick, I'm afraid. Poor mm-hmm. Megan. Yeah, and I was having fun with the BB gun, uh, but um, we yeah we had a lot of people, a lot going on. Do we you realize you, le- you you just said pregnant belly and BB gun almost <laughs> in the same <laughs> sentence, yeah. like a chase? A lot of oh, fun. Yeah. yeah, I was having fun. It was a, it was a good day. <laughs> all those night, uh, all those night bananas. Welcome to the recycle. Hello, Bob and Sue. Emma, I believe you got to rescue a stranded biker gonna, today. Gonna, <laughs> more than one, I believe. Yeah, it sounds like batteries were a problem all around. So yeah, um, that's a theme. I am um, today. I I I drove to Misfits because I actually had a client's bike <clears throat> to collect up in Santa Cruz. And what were you driving? I'm driving my El Camino, darling. Mm, okay. So I'm blue, blue, blue in the El Camino. <laughs> and I'm... Sound of an El Camino. You, darling. <laughs> and um, I'm trucking along in the air and I look in the distance and there's this all kind of mayhem going on in the distance. There's brake lights coming on, people swerving and just mayhem. <laughs> And over to the right, she's kind po- of she's on pointing, the... by the way, for radio listeners. Yes. Emma's pointing. What you, I'm gesticulating. <laughs> um, over on the right, kind of half in the lane, half on the hard shoulder, there's a motorbike in distress. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, God, this is going to end badly. Um, and as I get closer, I see it's a Brahmo. And as I get closer... There's not many what? of them around. I What's know. a Brahmo? <laughs> it's, it's a bike powered by elastic trickery. Uh, okay. um, <laughs> and as I get even closer still, I... <laughs> So the real question is, at this point, why did you slow down? Well, I felt a little guilty speed because bump, I think speed the, bump ahead. the last mechanic who worked on that bike was actually me. Oh. So I thought, oh God, what have I done? But um, So I pull over and I tre- I said, Brandon, what's wrong with it? And he very sheepishly said it ran out of electricity. <laughs> well, now, to be, fair, to be fair, Brandon has not spent a lot of time on electric bikes. It takes some time getting used to it. There's a a lot of difference between that and petrol bikes. And, and had there been a cabbage patch nearby, you might not have found him. Right. And also, to be I was about to get off the highway right then. Right. And to be fair on you, Brandon, that bike, I mean, it's, it's a very, very old-fashioned electric bike. It is. So it is. it's got a very small capacity. So mm-hmm. let this, this story gets better because there's... <laughs> it's just like there's... there's you know the, what we should do? We should go back to 9 a.m. Why? Like, it's essentially, it's, it's the parent looking at the screaming child going, why can't you be normal? <laughs> and, and Brandon's just there going, ah! Um, but we all rode up together. Zach, H, and Brandon and I rode up uh, to, to here together. And we had uh, made small chop, uh, small charging stops for, for Zach's tiny battery. Well, we should make sure we point this out, too. I and started at 9.50. Fine, 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 fine. So 
<laughs> in Watsonville, our stop is um, there's a CCS plug that I use. This is not a, a good sell for electric bikes. I just want to say. Well, most people aren't as stupid as me. See, these guys ditched me and went to a no, fueling no, no. station no, where no, no, they no, could no, plug no. in, but I couldn't. No, no, no. We discussed and this. Then, we have Cardo Pack Talk helmet things. We were all discussing how to do this because of the charging situation. And how in could we have charged at Watsonville so, when there was no place for me? This is not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> so I continued on so, no, when no, no, I no, couldn't no. find a charging station. So, okay, we, Zach and I went to a spot that we had, we had picked out, and Brandon's like, "I'm going to go do my own thing." Goodbye, and disappeared. And we're like, "Okay." <laughs> so this led me to believe he was at one of two spots. Now he bought himself a new phone recently. Yes, and um, it, 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 the locations find my you know GPS is still tied to the old phone, so he's still showing you know twenty miles away or whatever. But also, he got the new phone and refused to charge it. <laughs> so the new phone, wow, dude, the new phone is out of, is out of battery, and there's no USB plug on the Bramo to charge the phone. I've got a so dead phone. He's going Nobody to knows where I am. A mystery charging spot and no way to contact him. Oh my! After I finish charging, because my bike charges very fast. I go to where I assume he's it, 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 he, it, not there. So I go to another nearby station, not there. So I'm I, okay. You know what, Zach? We'll just go because obviously he's he's gonna find his own way there. <laughs> About ten minutes later, Brandon calls me. He's like, "Hey, you guys, almost here. I'm at the miss. Uh, Emma gave me a lift. Like I'm like, what? Are you, that's, <laughs> what? He says. So your bike is still in Watsonville? <laughs> yeah. And he's he like, no, no, no. You, you hauled it in El Camino. I'm like, <laughs> and that's when I went. Why can't you be normal? Like, like, what is? Why? His phone's dead, so we can't contact him. <laughs> so he's the problem child. So, oh, my gosh. I, I thought it was quite a delicious irony, having an electric bike in the back of a V8 truck. Yeah. Yeah. Does eight to the Brandon gallon. does more harm to the electric motorcycle yeah. industry than he does help. I had, when I got there, I had to it's leave, a vintage bike. leave his, his phone plugged into my... I had to turn key my bike on for an hour so I could charge his tiny phone. <laughs> off of my bike. Oh, my Ooh. Brandon, he's calling your phone tiny. I no, no, no. Stand well, for it that, certainly mate. is fine. No. Tiny. It's well, definitely why tiny. Don't you, why don't you have a little show and my... tell? We got a no, night you band. You we got, got a, a tiny flip phone. phone? Is that, yeah, no, no. that's not a flip phone. Are you sure that's this not a burner phone? A full Android phone. Oh, my God. Well, now I know you're... It's the tiny phone. Oh, my gosh. What is this? A phone for ants? The ladies love Wait, hold on. Did you get that at Toys R Us? No, they're closed. It's effectively a toy. three numbers you can call. Well, I know. Brandon, it that's a cool phone. <laughs> Brandon, darling, it doesn't matter the size; it's how you use it. Well, he I've, drained I've, it and how you charge it. He I'm destroys hoping, them equally. I'm hoping that I did my part though today in trying to sway him to the other side. Oh yes, mm. did you offer him a banana? Oh, what'd you get him on? Well, you know, Liza had a lot of things for me today. Yeah. So. I put him on the Africa Twin. Oh, well then. It was actually pretty awesome. That's definitely the best petrol bike I've ridden yet. Hey, You're from the, there from it the, is. From Your the KTM 990. Yeah. Is it a 990? Yep. Yeah, that was a close second um, to it. The KTM 990 was like a way more comfortable ride. And because I was manually shifting that, I didn't notice the jarring from shifting. Yeah. On the Africa Twin... Um, it actually adjusts how it shifts to the way that you're riding. Mm -hmm. And so that was a little off-putting at first because I'd ride fast for some part and then I'd ride slow for another because I'm just trying to get used to the bike. Um, but then I realized what it was doing, so I listened to the motor and I could ride it really smooth. It still had shifts in it, so it was a little bit less smooth than an electric bike. Mm -hmm. But other than that, it was, you know about the same quality of ride as an electric bike. And I was 
twist seriously and go. impressed. It's a twist and go. Yeah, the the quality of the the software and the hardware mm-hmm. that's on that bike though, it's it's astounding. The shifting was so smooth. I took probably 20 miles of like regular riding and then a little bit of highway riding to warm it up and get used to the way it shifts. Oh, you rode this thing for a little bit, huh? Yeah, yeah. I took it up to um um Granite Creek Falls or whatever mm-hmm. there's yeah, a road yeah. up there and went through the twisties with it and you know I took it real careful through a couple of corners uh to see what it felt like as the bike decided when it was going to shift and then I got more and more aggressive with it and it would shift before I went into the corner or after I got out of the corner once mm. it got used to how hard I was riding the bike hmm. uh, it would actually <clears throat> when I first rolled off the throttle it would keep the RPMs up knowing that I was going to get back on the throttle again I was astounded by how well it worked wow yeah see maybe i'll get him to sway over to our side because you can you don't run out of you don't run out of electricity on that yeah Yeah, you run out of gas instead (laughs) (laughs) um the only thing that i don't know about is what the maintenance on a bike like that would be like um because really that ride it's it's a good enough ride that i'm i'm happy with it uh but what would the maintenance on a bike like that be Probably fifteen to ten thousand, right? Fifteen yeah. is in, in, in basic interval. I mean, it's, check valves at fifteen. You probably won't have to, you know, ship them or anything like it's that. It's a Honda, dude. It's, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's a Honda. Hondas, um, with a couple of exceptions, tend to be fairly low maintenance compared with the others. Mm-hmm. But in order to make a comparison mm-hmm. with, say, a zero. Mm-hmm. Um, You'd have to actually sit down and kind of do a long-term comparison. Oh, I, I don't yeah. think there's any comparison with well, the Zero no, on that on. bike because that's a 1,200cc bike. Uh, 1,000. Oh, it's a 1,000? So um, let's compare it to the uh, Energica. Mm-hmm. You would have to do kind of like almost like a long-term comparison yep. because it'd be very easy to look at them and say, oh, wow, you got to have your valves done at this. I wanted to ask this. Liza, but I thought it was too but, crazy of an idea. Um but what you're going to find, I'm pretty sure with the electric bike, mm-hmm. is you have met a few years where there's very little maintenance, mm-hmm. and then it, there's an enormous hit. Yeah. And then you oh, have are to you talking of, monetarily or work-wise? Yes, yeah, monetarily. I'd say after 10 to 15 years an electric, you're going to have to drop another two or 3,000 into it. And maybe more, because the technology will have become... And you're finding this with the Brahmo. Mm-hmm. The Brahmo really is, I'm not saying it's unrideable, but it's, you know... It, <laughs> what I like a, to say is it looks a whole lot better than it rides. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. But mm. a gasoline-powered bike, you could mm-hmm. get on a 40-year-old bike mm-hmm. or a 50-year-old bike and still enjoy it. Oh, yeah. So the Brahmo, it's definitely a vintage electric. Yeah. Um, Wait, and how old is it? Like two years. 2010. <laughs> yeah, it's vintage. 2010, 2010 right. 2012, vintage something like that. Electronics. But, very much like but no, it's it's, yeah. it's yeah. a decade old, basically. Yeah. Well, let, let me ask you this. As somebody who races, has mm-hmm. been on the track, what do you think about the DCT motor on a racetrack? Do you think this will replace uh, the standard uh, clutch and transmission? Do you think that this is the next evolution in a race bike? I'd have to ride that bike more mm-hmm. to know, but... I'm kind of leaning towards it's possible. Not like, yeah. oh, no, no, that's impossible. It's optimal leaning, shifting to me if you get it dialed. If you dial it in, it's not that different than right. how the pro-level guys are yeah. riding on the track right now. Um, so it's interesting. And okay. the way I felt it in the twisties, it felt like it would do okay on the track. There you go. Cool. So, Morgan. Yes. You had uh, some uh, stuff to share today. 
Well, I had a <clears throat> list of things uh, that I was going to potentially um, talk about. We could go. We've we've mentioned Brandon and uh, his shame. Uh, <laughs> good way to start. Things. I know. When, Sometimes when we talking not about, talk about Brandon and his shame. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, it actually is a nice thing that he's back writing again because he hasn't, uh, uh, due to uh, his own extreme uh, laziness, hasn't changed his front tire in th- four weeks. So he hasn't oh, ridden one way to put it. in four weeks. <laughs> Has a tire sitting there. Yeah. Oh wait, I do. Well, yeah. we, the problem is we don't actually have a tire changing yeah. station. We have a Nomar oh, system. Oh wait, we, oh, I forgot we have one of those. Yeah, but we have a tire it, it, <laughs> You were just commenting on how nice it is to be riding after not riding for yeah, a while. You yeah. know, it's just one of those things that we sometimes take for granted because we ride year round here. It's the definitely a de-stressor. It's an amazing thing. If you are listening to this and you haven't ridden your bike in a while, go ride it because if you can, if you can. Yeah. Yeah, Unless it'll be. Snow Send four people no, to their deaths in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> well, they told me on the I podcast. Make, I make no claims, warranties, or anything about this advice, but. <laughs> yeah. It's just one of those nice things. But um, we have a couple of our uh, people here have been out and about. Um, Alan uh, recently got back from a trip to uh, South Africa, and you rode from where to where? Uh, Cape Town to Cape Town. Ooh. Wait. <laughs> All the way. There's a thousand mile loop. Yeah. Nice. What was the uh, the purpose of that trip? Like, what you know, what brought wait, you down Cape there? Cape Town, oh. South Africa. South yeah. Africa. Oh uh, wait, not can you do the accent? <laughs> yeah. South Africa. Yes. <laughs> uh, a friend of mine's down there for a two year assignment, and he rides bikes. And he says, uh, "If you guys aren't doing nothing, come on down. Let's go for a ride." So, so what did so what did you ride? Uh, a BMW GS eight hundred and fifty parallel twins. Nice. Mm-hmm. With giant saddlebags that, that are like parachutes of the wind for a guy like, a guy like <laughs> me that likes nothing, the streamliners. Oh, nothing, right. like, nothing like Henry saddlebags, right? You know, you've seen... No, his... these were bigger. Oh, wow. Oh, I, okay. Well, well, no, actually, yeah. Like a yeah, debutante. We had uh, these aluminum uh, saddlebags that are doubles crash bars. <laughs> Surely you mean aluminum. Aluminum. So how much would that bike weigh? I have no idea. One I, million pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how many of you, just the two of you? Uh, uh, it's three total. Three, okay. three guys. And, uh, so big loop. Had you been to South Africa before? No, never been to the continent before. Excellent. One of the uh, features on the bike or accessories that was added as we were getting ready to leave the shop was a big red arrow on the windshield pointing to the left. So, okay. Because they drive uh, yeah. on the other side of the road. Yeah. <laughs> right. Not the wrong oh. side, but the other side. Mm-hmm. Now, you, I believe you said you, you'd written up a little thing on on your on your trip, and there's a lot of a lot of wild animals on the road you have to watch for. Isn't that correct? Or yeah, that? yeah. Uh, the one area is they have signs that uh, watch out for penguins or baboons. Wait, and then, what uh, penguins? <laughs> yeah, in Africa. Yeah, in Africa. Yeah, well, that's got, the, at the Monterey Aquarium. They have South African penguins. Yeah, mm-hmm. South Africa is really down south. Yeah, yeah. Okay. These it's penguins are on the beach. Say. Last stop before Antarctica. Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits, National Geographic Edition. <laughs> yeah. Wow. The, yeah, you can walk on the beach with the penguins in the, in the wild. Wow. So it's, and That's and cool. the ba- uh, ba- uh, uh, baboons, too. Mm-hmm. Knocked is a great impression of Sir David Attenborough. For <laughs> the... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> so, uh, how how did the trip go? Was there any um, any accidents? Explosions. Or was it just a great? Uh, one guy almost ran off a cliff. Uh, oh. But a big boulder stopped him. Oh. And, oh. By the way, I, wait, I recall wait, wait, you, were, you were recording this at the time on yes. camera, and you were yeah. laughing, weren't you? I, I actually didn't know what happened at the time. <laughs> but uh, the, the, the aluminum, uh, aluminum, 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 aluminum. aluminum. I can't Aluminium. pronounce it. Uh, it. It protected the bike from going off the cliff. Wow. But not the rider. Just uh, the... No, no, no. 
<laughs> so part of the part of the maintenance at night was big hammer and pounding the brackets back out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. and uh, making sure the bike worked. And I asked him, well, "What do you think caused the accident?" You know, because it's nice to know so you don't do it again. Penguins. He said, "I don't know. It just slid off the road." So I said, "Well, you ought to check the tire pressure," which he didn't do. So that night, got my gauge out at fifty pounds of pressure in his tires. Whoa! Oh. And, and so wow. I thought well, that might be part of your problem. So yeah. <laughs> it had about a quarter of an inch of contact patch. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they were really round. <laughs> and, on a, and on a gravel road, it's uh, it's even you know it's not much. Ooh, yeah. Fuel efficiency was great. The very oh, yeah. low rolling resistance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this may be inaccurate. Was there some story about you hurting your leg last year or something? Oh, was that was that well, him no. or is that something else? Brandon, That's, that was something you mentioned. That wasn't me. That wasn't you. I thought you had uh, an accident where you were unable to ride for a while, and then you got on your bike and rode like when you were barely healed. Uh, that's probably told you never talk about that. Years oh. ago, I broke my arm. And, 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 uh, uh, that's, no. that's, we, we love a good crash story. I think we're, okay. we're pushing this no, one. No, I don't recall that one. Cool. Well, it's, uh, so you're a safe rider. Are, are you going to do more international trips? Yes. I, I still plan to. I still think about the uh, Pakistan one of these yeah, days. Yeah, I'm oh, going nice. again this I, year. I have uh, contacted them a couple of years ago, but then... The, uh, Vietnam got in the way. I got, got a super trip on that. That's an nice. d- awful way to refer to um, our war. Yeah. He, he's got a bunch of trips uh, <laughs> this, this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I bet he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, a differentagenda.com if anyone is interested in checking okay. out the Pakistan trips. Yeah. It looks, it looks like a lot of fun. Exciting yeah. stuff, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that summer I was going to go to Pakistan. I went to Vietnam, and that's uh, some. Insane writing in the cities. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, same in Pakistan. Serious, yep. serious handlebar to handlebar action on, on yeah. in, uh, in that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, and a couple of times, I don't know which is, if I, if I screamed, if, if anybody heard me or not in some of those intersections. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice. Very exciting stuff. <clears throat> so you showed up on a new bike today. Yes. My, uh, as you said earlier. Yeah. As, and as they say in America. Energica. Energica. <laughs> and as I said, you've ruined it. But <laughs> but at least you did not use pizza boxes and election signs. Yes. Wait. <laughs> not like not like uh, Vic. Uh, Vic. Uh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Or who else used pizza boxes? Probably I, Terry at one point. Yeah. Terry? I'm sure there was a time when he used that chloroplast plastic. <laughs> Dad was a big fan oh, of Yeah, he's like, oh, this is just fine. He's like, sure, no problem. So um, you've managed to put a big-ass fairing and a big-ass tail coffin. Co- coffin on the back. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, but those bolts and nuts are just aerodynamic. The electric aerodynamic ones. As we know, you have set some pretty uh, pretty great records on your Ninja 250 yes. that was fully fared. Yes. And this is not fully fared. You've now got two separate pieces. Right. Uh, the front fairing and the rear tail, which it, it is hard to describe. It's... Um, it's beautiful. It is a child. <laughs> it, is a, it is a child's coffin. But, it, looks, um, it looks like a Pokemon in the front and an Undertaker's uh, motorcycle in the back. But the reason you do this is for aerodynamics. Aerodynamics. Yes. So what kind of increases have you seen? It looks like about ten miles extra instead no of shit. sixty or seventy. I'm getting maybe closer to seventy to eighty, maybe ninety if, if, if you really that's, keep the speed down. That's oh, wow. pretty awesome, actually. It's not good enough for me. Well, when when I rode your bike, Alan, yeah. you were keeping your bike i was doing 90 yes. miles an hour and you were consuming the same amount of energy that i consumed at 60 to 70 yeah so alan when you built this fairing it's a custom built thing yes. right so like did you didn't do any kind of like fluid dynamic analysis not, not kind of like 
this looks like it'll go through the air kind of quickly and nicely, <laughs> like that, because that's pretty cool, actually. You know, there's like, there's uh, most fairings like this one's a handlebar mounted fairing. And mm-hmm. Most fairings is uh, the way the angle uh, comes off the edge of the air. It puts on a low pressure wave, like on a boat mm-hmm. in the water. Mm-hmm. And so if you fix that problem, it really helps the aerodynamics tremendously. Yeah. By by uh, letting the air pass by the rider and and uh, and handle the air behind the rider. Right. So I mean, like, so I guess the biggest drag would be just the the tires and the front wheel and the lower portions of the of the bike, or actually, it's actually the rider. The rider is the biggest oh, drag. Interesting. That, that, yeah. If uh, don't refer to your that yourself that way, Alan. You're not a drag. We like yeah. you. <laughs> no, no. It's uh, if uh, on a cafe bike. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you put it in a wind tunnel and you measure the drag just without a rider and they put the rider on it tuck, full tuck in like racing, hmm. it's almost identical. But as soon as he sits up, drag doubles. Got it. Just from the, the high pressure of the chest and the low pressure behind his back. Okay. What kind of helmet do you have? I mean, do you have something to kind of help alleviate that? Or no. Or is it just like a standard helmet? Uh, we've discussed that bef- uh, with, with Craig Vitter. And if, if you have it very aerodynamic, when you turn your head, it'll try to rip your head off. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, so you, you can't turn your head very comfortably. Got it. That's pretty cool. So you're going to do redo it again? Because you said it's not... I think I'm going to build a full nose like like my uh, Ninja 250. Okay. Full, full full aerodynamic body and just go that route. And are you going to set out to do any big trips on this one? If the range is long enough. Are we going to see you in Ohio in July? Not this, not, not not with that bike this year. The range is too short. Okay. But uh, but you've you fully crossed to the other side with the electric wackadoos now. Yes. Yes, nice. I am. <laughs> yeah, I get have, your grubby fingers off of his R's. <laughs> I still have one foot in, in gas and one in electric, so I'm, I'm in transition. Nice. Well, how many bikes do you have now, Alan? Uh, I don't know, 10, 12, 13. <laughs> including the Ninja 250 at the at our ranch still? Yeah, I, I got, yeah, that's the hard part. Don't you have a KLR? Yes. Do you use it? Oh, yes. Okay, good. Yeah. So he's on our side, too. <laughs> With big boxes on it. I, I think you've seen it. <laughs> I see your face. I like guess it. on our side? Crestfallen. <laughs> oh, like a uh, debutante. Uh, <laughs> Playing both sides. I, I, Hello! <laughs> yeah, the KLR I've put 35,000 miles on in the last few years. So nice. it, it gets used. Wow. Nice. Wow. So, um, one other thing, we're uh, switching up. H, um, for the... <laughs> Don't give me that look. We've known we've known H for a long time. Yeah, H, tell uh, us about H because you said you had someone well, special you were bringing. So in. yes, H um, met my dad as they would say a hundred years ago, um, and worked with him uh, at Vetter Fairings in the sixties and seventies until he That's quit so disgust cool. and became you know became a proud squatter and 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 then lived off a boat for a while and <laughs> basically H has been riding motorcycles for sixty years and 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 breaking them and building them and fixing them and and then doing everything. Um, and I wanted to, to show him this place, and and he finally uh, was gracious enough to, to follow along, and uh, and then you know look at the the, the series of, of broken bikes and various disrepair here on the in the garage, and hey, what do you think is wrong with it? And he'd say, it's broken. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is perfect. We, we refer all our deeper questions to him. H, what's wrong with this? It's broken. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Didn't I tell you already? Yeah, yeah. So there's pay attention. Has a, just all all kinds of uh, experience with with my dad, um, going back years and years, and one of my dad's uh, 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 he's decided one is one of his largest regrets is uh, the the better terraplane sidecar he tried to make in um, he he 
became disillusioned with it because a lot of the prototypes crashed. Um, and it was just one of those things where the, it probably just needed some fine-tuning adjustment. And I can, Zach, you remember, Dad would always tell us all through our childhood, a motorcycle with a sidecar is the most dangerous thing on the road, unless you're on ice, which, of <laughs> which course, case in which case fun. is the most <laughs> safest vehicle on the road. Yeah. <laughs> and he would always say all the prototypes crashed. H, did you uh, tell me about your, your terraplane sidecar? Well, sidecars may be considered dangerous to a lot of people. So are regular motorcycles. If you load 100 pounds of concrete blocks on the back of your motorcycle and take off, it's going to handle badly <laughs> unless you know exactly how to ride it. <laughs> so sidecars are the same way. It's a totally different machine. you got to just understand why it works and work around all the details of funny handling. So where in the sidecar do you put the 100 pounds of concrete blocks in? No, you put those <laughs> on the back of your motorcycle. <laughs> but this, you never... The sidecar doesn't have that problem. You, you never crashed yours. No. Yeah, and you put thousands and thousands of miles About 50,000 miles on it. That's, that's a fair it amount. It bent the yeah. frame on the motorcycle it was hooked to. Excellent. Wow. wow. That was a BMW. Man. So you were also... You, we were just talking, uh, sharing stories... Um, and you were telling me about a time when you and John Doyle and and uh, go, uh, please, I would like to, to, to this this is a this is a great story. Oh, no. so H and and his and his and his best friends John Doyle and uh, and Don, uh, Zacker. Don Zacker were all it was it was raining a lot and they went out for a ride and what happened H? Well, we got to the edge of Creevecore Lake in St. Louis area and the road was flooded, so we looked at it for a little bit and. Zach and John Dyle rode off, and this guy in the car pulled up, and he asked me, how much does that motorcycle weigh? And I says, about 400 pounds. It was a Honda 450, four-speed. Mm. Uh, and he said, will you run over me with it? What? What? And I says, <laughs> what? what? I said, do I look like a debutante? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'll do it for 20 bucks. Ah! Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he said, I only have $10. I says, Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, I just run half of you. <laughs> I said, oh, I got to go now. And I left. So you didn't wait. Okay, hold on. There's so many questions. So many questions. No, it's seriously straightforward. The guy wanted wanted him to run over it, but he didn't have enough money. So, so he left. I mean, Simple was, enough. What's was this, the deal? Was this like insurance fraud or is this a really poorly thought out suicide attempt? We don't know. It never took never <laughs> yes. the time yeah, to find out. He didn't have yes. enough money for H to execute on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come home. How, okay, if how, he had... If he had had the money, would you have run over him? Sure. <laughs> well, it was, oh it, it was consensual. Business man. Hey, man, $20 is $20. I figured I could have be, been gentle with him. Knox <laughs> done a lot worse for $20. <laughs> this is true. Knox, <laughs> what's your going rate for running over someone? Uh, I can't say. This is... Well, market what fluctuations. The, what did you charge the last time you did this? Twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. No comment. It was that guy you beat up in, in the parking alley. lot. <laughs> the handy in the alley, maybe. Wait a second. You told me you'd give me a special. <laughs> An old fashioned. <laughs> I, I, I've run over three people with my motorcycle. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I didn't get paid. I didn't get paid. <laughs> wait a second. I didn't hear wait, about this. Wait, how many of them are dead? 
No, they're all alive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's ironic because one of the guys that ran over, I was, he was going back to the stage area where we're riding dirt bikes. So I said, I'll go with you to make sure you get back okay. <laughs> so, that is ironic. So, that is ironic. So, he's ahead of me and he goes down. I don't know why. It's, it's smooth. The front tire washes out. He goes down. I slammed on the brakes as hard as I could, and I ran right up his back and smacked him in his back so hard. I almost went over the handlebars, but I didn't. I saved my bike. That's the important thing. Thing. Good job, I saved the bike. I saved my bike. I backed it up, parked it, and, and the guy goes, oh, man, I hit so hard, the seat hit me between the shoulder. My seat hit me between the shoulder. <laughs> so I said, I said, certainly did. And I said, no, no, that, that wasn't your seat. He goes, what was it? I said, that's my front tire. <laughs> So, and you owe me twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't know you could get paid oh for that. I, I did it for free. All that's yeah. going to change your life. Yeah, Darn. you do volume discounts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah line them up. School children. Wait, that's just one of the times. though. you ran over two others, though, huh? Yeah, they they were pissed when I did that. They, too. they deserved it. <laughs> they deserved it. So it's sort of a little habit. You had to break yourself of it, huh? You're like, yeah. oh, okay, I gotta stop this. The it, Allen alarm clock. Do not swerve in front of me. He, he went down. Another friend went went down in front of me I tried to swerve but he crossed too far over and I hit him right in the back and just oh. shoved him right under his bike just stuffed oh. him under his head Jesus. ended up between the front tire and the frame oh and I, man Alan I, uh, you, are, you are leading tonight by the yeah. way yeah. <laughs> anyway yeah, I, I went over the handlebars like that. on that one and uh, <laughs> when I got back he was screaming because he could get his head out and See, then, I, uh, I don't know if this is target fixation or just waiting for the right opportunity. Uh, <laughs> anyway, go, go, go. He's coming right for us. <laughs> anyway, I pulled him out from so, under his bike. Since his head was stuck, I went for his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> and he was pissed. you know. So I, I fired back. Well, then why did you crash in front of me? <laughs> it wasn't my fault. I didn't make you crash. Yeah. Uh, he looked at the ground and said, oh, there's nothing there. He shouldn't have, he shouldn't have crossed in front of me. <laughs> Shouldn't have crossed you. Is that what I just heard? So he had to pay you yeah. double the rate. Yeah. <laughs> Am I the only one here who has not run over someone? I have never run over anyone. I've run over. Um, I've run over. I a cat have and a actually dog. ran over somebody. I've never <laughs> run over anybody. Oh, well, well, we know. We know why you weren't. Paid. Yeah, you're too cheap. You're a professional. That's yeah. why. Yes, professionals get paid. I, I've only run over critters, not people. Yeah. Creditors? Is that critters. what you said? Oh, <laughs> critters. <laughs> We've come to repossess your house. There are a few creditors I wouldn't mind. Just so a H, So you were working back at the Vetter Factory. when Was this at its height when it had hundreds and hundreds of employees? Or is this when it was still a smaller company? I was the seventh employee. Whoa. Whoa. And we, we literally worked in a 50-foot square building. And I want to remind people, um, if you look up you know, Vettercore, it was the second largest American motorcycle company Um in the world, at, at second to Harley, wow. it became quite big. I think what, like seven, eight hundred employees, maybe almost yeah. that high at a time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and that's especially impressive, being that Craig was never an OEM manufacturer, right? He just yeah, did he never made, made motorcycles, but it was second largest motorcycle. Yeah, company. that's crazy. It was actually uh, motorcycle industry. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, you were one of the first uh, one of the early employees. So this is pre uh, selling to Honda and yeah. Oh, cool. So this is when it was still trying to... This is pre-Windjammer? Yes. Oh, that would have been, yeah, wow. Series 1000 and early Phantoms and stuff yeah. that you would have been working on, yeah. Wow, and how long uh, did you stay with them? I think around three and a half years. 
Yeah, and then uh, until he got bored is wait. the H way. Yeah, yeah, I I had to retire. <laughs> the story was, of how your 32. dad found H is amazing. Yeah, yeah. How did but, he find you? It was a well. Knock was in a back alley. <laughs> well, he had so, twenty bucks. So <laughs> did did Craig poach H was a, you? H was a debutante. <laughs> <laughs> You were working in a, a uh, you were a mechanic, yes, in, in what St. Louis? Yeah, I worked at a Honda shop in St. Louis, fixing motorcycles, and I've, I've it was heard kind of a boring job. And what, Emma, what Craig was doing was very interesting, and uh, I wanted to do it. I wanted to be involved in it. Mm-hmm. Well, the way the way Dad always told the story was that Dad came in for something was wrong with he had was ready a three fifty or something. What was he riding? Well, he had a. A, a three-cylinder Kawasaki. I forget what they oh, were called. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, H2? Yeah, H2. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, he something was wrong with it, and uh, he asked if H could take a look at it, and H probably said something like, well, it's broken. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> and as, as Dad tells the story... Um, he you know gave the bike to H and then you know turned around and talked to someone. Five minutes later, he looked back and the bike was completely disassembled. Every yeah. single part was was like dis- apart on the floor. <laughs> and Dad looked at him and, and he's like, "That oh, I'll have this done. You know, no no problem at all. Just give me a couple more minutes." <laughs> and like Dad turned around and continued a conversation and turned around again. The bike was completely reassembled and he. From it was love at first sight. Um, so can I can I hire you? And uh, yeah, H. Well, I, said, I think he said afterwards. He said, "You got any more like you?" Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he did, didn't he? You had two yeah, other we, people. Yeah, two other people. Yeah, we, we took the entire mechanics department. Out. Oh man! Oh, wow. <laughs> the Honda dealership went out of business shortly thereafter. <laughs> yeah, yeah boss, boss must have been very uh, upset about that. <laughs> so H, is it okay to ask what your age is? I'm seventy-seven. Uh, Nice. Still riding. They're still riding. Still not that's, just. Do you know what he rode up here on? I saw that energy kit, right? He was on energy. No, no. 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 Tell him what no. you're riding. I got a. Uh, yep. Yeah. I got a DRZ 400. No. Yes. yes. Isn't it a DR650? No. no it's oh, a that's a DRZ 400. Yeah. yeah. yeah I love there you that. Go. You're the man. Yeah, here's the DRZ question, though. Yeah. What number motorcycle is that that you've owned? I think you keep track of them, don't you? I got it written on the back. Forty nine. Forty. Okay, nice. I wore out all the others. I gotta say, you're the man, H, because you're the guy I want to be at your age, like riding, I, like like a like a like a mean bastard. <laughs> awesome. I want to be that guy. So well, you haven't paid him his twenty dollars yet. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> no, H yet. has to pay him. <laughs> it's at uh, with inflation costs. Yeah, yeah, for sure we'll do. You know what I mean? Like that's that's super cool that you're still riding. You, you love your DRZ. I mean, you, you, that's that's your you pretty much ride it every day, all all weather, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, you you put on some neat little modifications on on your own. The wiring, uh, <laughs> the wiring is a bit special. We won't yeah. talk about that now, but it works. Um, he's added some LED lights that that you know on his on his top case and other things where where it um, where it's useful. Well, yeah. now it's worth mentioning, isn't it? That I mean, Henry, you've had a chance to drive a lot of different motorcycles, and a lot of them you pick up based on convenience if you can get them in their basket cases and you can fix them. But I think it's significant to point out you've driven everything from a Pacific Coast to Harley Davidsons to I mean, is there almost is there any brand of motorcycle you haven't put at least a few thousand miles on? And I mean, any time that and and of all this, and all, a second question along with that is that besides all of the different bikes you've ridden. Which ones have been the ones that stood out in your mind over the years as being some of the most enjoyable to ride? Uh, I haven't had many uh, Italian bikes. 
Mm. But my very first ride was an Italian. It was a 1949 Vespa. Oh. Nice. Oh. We were just talking with Bagel about we that. Were, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sears uh, special, right? Yeah, Sears. Uh, <laughs> Allstate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but my, I have two bikes that stand out. One of them is the Honda Pacific Coast. Knew it. Oh. I knew it was going to be that one. It was a beautiful machine. It, it handled it like a dream. It was a little bit on the heavy side, but you could ride that bike for hours and hours and hours. And my other one is one I have now. I've had two of these, and uh, the DRZ 400. I've ridden this all over the country, down highways, mostly two-lane roads through the uh, poverty of America. And how far, where did you come from on this one? How far did you come? What do you mean? Today? Well, not just today. Where do you? Where are you from? Where do you hail from? Originally from St. Louis. But where you live now? Oh, uh, lives out in, in, uh, with us now. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. right. You're yeah. moving in on He's the ranch. He's back on Rancho Veta, Rancho right. Relaxo. Ah, nice. Yeah. You guys just collect them over it's there. It's the deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice. Well, his asking price was right. $20. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I know we didn't prepare him for this, but I right. want to ask him our question because now I'm really curious. Somebody with his much experience. Oh, boy. Um, I got to prepare you for this question, H. Go for it. Um, it's broken. <laughs> this is a question we ask all of our, our guests. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll ask you the question, then I will explain it. So I'm going to ask you what your up-the-butt bike is. What that means is, is there a bike that you've seen that maybe you've owned, maybe you haven't, but a bike that you look at and you go like, I'd take it up the butt for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that really special bike. Is there something in there, up there, that you can, like, yeah, I would, ah. Uh. What bike do you lust after? I already have it. Oh. I'm riding it today. That's a good answer. answer. Yeah, I like That's that a answer. Great, that is a great answer. But, you know, I agree with you so much. I'm going to start on Pacific Coast now. They, ah. they, no, seriously. If you spend any time with a Pacific Coast, Ooh. the only two things wrong with that bike. It was bike, never broken. Yeah. The, <laughs> they don't. Um, the only two things I'd do with a Pacific Coast now, it's, it's like a Pacific Coast redone. I'd get 50 or 60 pounds out of it, yeah, and I'd put fuel injection on it. Yes, absolutely. And that's fuel it. injection. It's perfect yeah. in every other way. If you inject a Pacific Coast, and I think you could do it with a shadow setup. There is some fairing issues that could have been dealt with. Yeah, but, you know, I think if we it, get the weight it out. It had a lot of, of turbulence behind the windshield. Right. So on that bike, because it has a lot of plastic on it, where on that bike do you put the 100 pounds of concrete block? Well, you just open up the trunk lid. Yes. It's sitting there open. <laughs> Throw them in. <laughs> you, you know, you, you, you put it between the chilled martinis that yes. you have in there because that it's a built-in a, cooler. Does it have a frunk? A frunk? A front trunk. Yeah, a front, front trunk. No. No, no? Front oh, it doesn't. Okay, I'm no. thinking of the NC. So whatever yeah, no, the frunk is where you fill it. There's a little, uh, there's a little yeah, hatch. Yeah, there's a little door there. Got it. Yeah. And you right. open up the little hatch, and there's your fuel, and there's your there's your lever. Yeah. For the trunk. Right. Mm. Like a car. Yes. Like a damn you, car. You, you pull the lever to open the trunk. Like a freaking car. This freaking brilliant knock. <laughs> I remember. Wait, there's when, a bike that has an actual trunk. Oh. oh yeah. The other thing. That, oh wait, that, this is the Pacific Coast. Has yes. a there's trunk. Another, yeah. There's another feature of the Pacific Coast. There was, when you opened up the tail trunk, there was two screws on the top. That 
held on the taillight assembly. Yes. You take those two screws out, pull off those taillights, then you can roll the back tire out. Oh, yeah. And it has a center stand, which I love center stands. Very cleverly yeah. designed. Yeah. Hmm. It's a, it's, a, it, it's a lovely bike. And never a valve adjustment. Nope. Hydraulic. Hydraulic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, the, you know, truthfully, I think the biggest issue with the, with the Pacific Coast, it was 20 years ahead of its time. Yeah, yeah. It was a bike without a market. And I think we can look back on them now and realize what a brilliant bike it was. But they were never great sellers. Yeah. 180,000 miles on the first one. Oh, yeah, oh, wow. I can believe yeah. it. That's drive well, shaft too, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Because it makes yeah. it even less maintenance. Yes. Yeah. Honda has always been keen on making just riding accessible to people. Well, I mean, Hon- they made their money that way. Well, you no, know? Honda's so, MO like, from day one. Yeah. You know, I heard Soishiro Honda talk. I mean, I was very, very lucky like that. Yeah. You know, very yeah. early in my career, and he oh, was wow. old back then. Mm-hmm. But Honda's MO from day one, we don't care whether you're old or young, male or female, it doesn't matter. We're going to make a bike that appeals to you. Yeah. And once you understand that, you understand some of the weird crap yeah, they came out with. Makes like, total sense. Like yeah. the gyro, yeah. which really is like, what the hell is it? But <laughs> they're just trying to appeal to everyone. Yeah, um, sure. But yeah, the um, I when I look back at all my bikes. The Pacific Coast is it yeah. still is one of my favorites. Well, I mean, it's it's like they made the the most crazy bikes, but they still make a new 2020 version of a Supercut, which I want one. You know right. what I mean? Like I'll ride the shit out of that if I had one. So yeah, I want one of those too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, when you actually see one in the flesh, oh god, they are so gorgeously yeah. made. Mm. It really it's, it it takes your breath away. Yeah. Just yeah. how beautifully made it is. Wow. So, and H since you've been uh, in riding motorcycles and wrenching on motorcycles a long time, uh, what did you think of everything going on at the garage today? Did you think that was pretty cool? Very exciting. I love this place. Yeah, <laughs> this, hey. it's just like a, a pile of activity down there. It's broken. It's broken. It's <laughs> broken. I think you came on a really good day. You uh, never had so many opportunities to fix all the problems before ever. <laughs> that yeah. one's broken. So's that one. Yeah, yeah. You know, lay on the hands. It's all healed. <laughs> it was a great day. There was so much going on today. I can't. Yeah. It, yeah. it hasn't been like this since last fall. It's been jumping yeah. for a winter. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you also got to ride the mini bike. Oh yes. I have footage of that. Yes. <laughs> so, what'd you think of the little electric mini bike? Well, uh, it didn't have enough steering angle lock to lock for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> what were you trying to do on it? Oh, uh, just try it normal. Just try it normal. <laughs> trying for an iron butt. <laughs> <laughs> Drifting it a little bit. <laughs> I did an iron butt on a 200cc dual sport. Whoa! Oh, what? Nice. What bike? A DR? No, it was no. a Yamaha XT 200J. Whoa! What? Wow. It must have been a long day. And it day. was 27 years old. Oh. Yeah, that would be the time to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you have some of uh, Alan's fairings on it? No. <laughs> wow. I did put an extra gas tank on the back. Mm-hmm. Nice. Five gallons, so that helped it along. 
You're not wow. uh, you're not real good at picking the right bike for the right job, are you? <laughs> Except he completed the iron butt, so maybe he yeah, is. I know. <laughs> hey, I used the wrong bike to do an iron butt several times. Yeah, that's true. But you used the right scooter to do an iron butt. Well, well yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. If it can be argued that a scooter is proper to do an iron butt on, sure. <laughs> I mean, nice. if you get 50 miles to the gallon, that helps. Oh, yeah. At least. Yeah. Hey, I have um, a couple announcements that I want to make. Mm. One, I want to give a big thanks. I, I'm probably not going to say the name right. Elo, I L O. Would you say that Elo? Elo, yeah. Elo Cretens or Cretens? Hmm. Um, I don't know him personally, but he reached out to us and said, "Hey, I have some gear to donate." Yeah. Oh, yeah. As as we do. Mm. And I said, great, no problem. He asked if he could bring it by on Friday. I said, sure, but n- no one will be here. The garage is closed. Just leave it in the tent. And usually I'll come back and I'll find like a jacket or a helmet somebody's donated. Mm. I came home and found three v- very large like steamer trunk size uh, plastic totes. Whoa. Cool. Each one full of dirt biking gear. Holy wow. cow. Oh, shit, son. One had like eight helmets in it. Oh, what? Uh, one yeah. had um, a bunch of boots. Um, cool, dude. Um, and, and, and armor. The Three other one had, had a bunch of pants <laughs> and more armor and knee pads. All good, usable gear. And I looked at it and went, oh, Geez, we're gonna it's gonna take us forever to <laughs> distribute all this. That means you gotta get people out in the dirt, man. So I called our people. friend Clay of FirstRides.org. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Nice. Yeah, uh, people remember FirstRides.org. This is where they are taking young people. Mm-hmm. I mean children, but I like I think they've had like nineteen year olds there too. Yeah. yeah. Young people out for a day in the dirt and teach them how to ride dirt bikes, hoping to make new street riders out of them eventually but giving young people the opportunity to learn how to ride a motorcycle and go out and ride yeah you know what's cool about clay's org is is, uh, that they they kind of (laughs) almost focus on uh, people who are economically disadvantaged you don't generally get the opportunity to go out and ride a dirt bike so you know that's that's very cool yeah, he's actually, he was telling me he's been talking with, I think, the guys who made the film, the 12 O'Clock Boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Working with them um, to try and create a program in Baltimore for all those kids that are out there being hooligans on the street, because that's the mm-hmm. only place they can ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're using donated bikes, donated gear, everything. So he was stoked, and he came and took nice. all three of those totes and oh, took wow. them away. That's awesome. So Rad. big thanks to to Elo for donating to us. I, thanks, Elo. I yep. sent them right back out to, I think, someone who used them better. And I even added more gear from our closet to the totes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more dirt gear. So nice. yeah, so wow. that was really awesome. Um, another announcement. Uh, we've said this a couple times, but I'm just going to remind people. The one show's coming up. Yes. Uh, a bunch of the misfits are going to be there. And mm-hmm. uh, we have a deal. First five uh, listeners who find Emma come to her with a can of beans and say, give it the beans, darling. Or uh, any canned food. Any canned food, and you will receive, in return, a pair of limited edition Evil Knievel socks. And they are actually limited edition because they're discontinued. Yep. Wow. And I bought out all that I could find. Um, But you know what? Even if you're number six or number seven, don't despair. 
don't sit on the stairs like a left behind debutante. <laughs> I'm gonna have a, hello, hello. I'm gonna have a bunch of swag to give away, ah. mostly from Law Tigers. Great. We might have like a couple of double XL uh, Mister Shirts. I think. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll give we'll you something. Emma, what if, what if someone approaches you with? Uh, a piece of toast with beans on it. That'll count. There, no, give, her, give her the beans. Everything counts, but um, just bear in mind, it's it's a stunt, but ultimately, I want to give all of this food away that we get to the local mm-hmm. food bank. Mm-hmm. So if you can give me something in a can, um, it doesn't have to be beans or like pre-packaged, so that when we give it to the local food bank, you know, they can actually use it. Um there you go. And you know what? Um, because if I get beans on a piece of toast, I'll eat it. <laughs> I, I am for, trying to watch. For $20. And you'll actually see, if you meet me in the flesh at um, the one show, you'll you'll find out I'm actually quite a lot fatter than you think I am. And I'm trying to do something about that. So don't actually bring me things that I'm likely to eat there and then. She says having chugged the schnapps before the show. Yes. <laughs> so, and speaking of law tigers, can we announce the other thing? working on with them oh yeah you know we, what is it we yeah can't. a lot of you guys haven't heard this yet um i need to know so um <laughs> i'm extremely excited about this and this is really tentative right now um but i think for the quail yeah we're going to be sharing a tent with law tigers Ooh. so um we're, we're gonna... trashing up the place is that yeah. what we're doing yeah are we going to be sharing <laughs> a tent real with biker at... trash up with this are so... we sharing a tent with them at night yes <laughs> oh well matt is just terribly good looking darling he's dreamy he's dreamy dreamy um night so um <laughs> no we'll be sharing a tent and we'll bring a couple of bikes along and obviously bring ourselves and um generally be misfits so and i want to be clear um law tigers is rent is paying for the space and donating yep some of the space to us to so that's really great usually we're just there slumming right we're Uh, always there slumming. it's mostly it's always the thing (laughs) is with law tigers they are actually a legit company and they're they're very legit they want to be seen to be part of the motorcycling community and partnering with us, it really it's it's a great thing yeah. for them because we're the misfits. Knock, you know what this means, right? What does this mean? You need to design some new stickers. All right. Oh yeah. God damn it. We, we should, thank you. Not uh, we, <laughs> we should have some uh, swag. All right. You know, yeah. if we go to the quail, especially if we have a tent. We'd better step up the swag game. Well, actually, we haven't made stickers with that logo from the, the black shirts. Or what about the green logo that we have here? We could use that on a sticker. Um, yeah. We can do that. And Ooh. I will be Brandon breaking loves out. a sticker company. Hey, folks, you're missing mule. the most obvious choice. We're missing the whole night banana option. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what if you gave out night copies bananas of, uh, what is it, the motosexual? Yes. <laughs> Can we um, get some Moto Bandito in there as well? I think so. Oh, yes. <laughs> and we we'll will be, I will be breaking out the uh, Kiss of Ginger only 25 cents. There sign. we go. So, um, Kiss of Ginger, <laughs> wait, wait. bagel. bagel only, up, it, up it, only $20. Yeah, you yeah, better get puckering, <laughs> mate. Well, if it's $25, that I, I'll consider it. <laughs> okay, no. Does that I, include tongue bagel? I, I'm kind of, I think I'll it would be fun if we actually had like a. Um, 
like a menu of uh, options. So like twenty five cents to kiss a ginger, twenty bucks, and we'll run over you. take For twenty bucks, H will run you the, over. The law tigers will love that. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, uh, what, what other stuff can we uh, well, put on that? Um, hand, hand job in the alley. Yeah, oh, H- five, that's five uh, bucks, right? H- <laughs> behind the tent. Yeah. With knock, yeah. yeah. Um, P in the air box, three hundred dollars. Rip your dick uh, off like a go. celery stock. Emma will piss in your air box. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. In, in front of you. <laughs> three hundred dollars. Wow. Morgan, how do we fit an air box onto an Energica? Is there, uh, an extra twenty-five cents. The battery take case. A Polaroid the battery it. case has the the air channels. We're good. Oh yeah, we got it. <laughs> oh, oh my no. word! You guys oh, are terrible. These oh. <laughs> are horrible people. Terribly reasonable. So, um, these prices like, like that. our prices, um, but I want to s- stress it's very, very early yet. We're still in the really, it's in the very, very early planning stages, incubation um, stages. Matt is probably horrified that we're talking about this. <laughs> about this, yeah, now. this is a bad idea, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, we want to sit down and get going because Matt's a cool guy. We like Matt very much. I can think of nothing better than spending all of Sunday with him. Mm -hmm. So what are we going to do? We're just going to sit down and be ourselves? Yeah, pretty much because that's what we do best, darling. Tell dirty jokes with Knock. Five dollars. Knock's impressions. Limericks. Saturday. Saturday. Come on, come all. See the amazing Knock's impressions. (laughs) Spin the globe, pick something, and Knock will do the impression. It's just just 30 minutes of me saying South Africa. South Africa. South Africa. Oh, my God. This is Italy. Um, All right. I have another crazy idea. Oh, yeah? Say it. Um, This might be fitting at the quail. Yes. Um, Because I know um, you're talking about maybe having some of our bikes on display. Ooh. Thank you. Not please. But (laughs) maybe we can partner with some of our friends here in the room. Yeah. And our friend Craig Vetter. Yeah. Because um, there's a project I want to uh, dig out of uh, yeah, Veteran. We were discussing this. That might be fun to have on display there. So um, you can just Google this because this is, it's a obscure. No one's going to mm-hmm, know this mm-hmm. thing offhand. But Dad got it in his head uh, years back to make a giant motor scooter. Now, this goes directly I against everything that. he has claimed to stand for, doing more with less. <laughs> it was a Harley-powered you know, 1100cc V-twin Ooh, torpedo this. sub so, on the highway. So, so because this, this the, is the opposite, doing less with more? It's the exact opposite of everything <laughs> he stands for, but he was 100% behind this project. But it looks so cool. Yes, it does. Uh, if you, it, it, yeah, so there are there are two that exist. We um, and there's there's slightly different, and we have body work for one. The body work portals. is amazing. It's a oh, giant it's torpedo, uh, and it's it's had the custom frame built by Sandy Cosman down in in, in uh, Southern California, and the, the parts on it were, were pretty well made. But he uh, was doing a deal with with custom chrome when they were around, and got you know RevTech their engines and all that it's stuff. Kind of amazing. It has yeah. um, the 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 business didn't happen for various reasons so only these two prototypes were made and they've been mm-hmm. just kind of sitting around on the property um we and they're just a like a bare chassis right no now. they have motors and everything in them but they're, cu- they're right CCI all the all the all the bodywork and everything's off there is one set of bodywork and yeah. it's been kept uh in you know under plastic in the stored inside it's in good condition it's in very good condition only so, one of them has bodywork correct yeah 
Um, yeah. Not the red. Henry, tank. have you seen this? How is that thing so long and no. not folded? It is. Yeah. Like, right? Because the frame is like three feet in diameter, yeah. like tubing. It's massive. Yeah. Better yeah. It's massive. defined. Giant steel tubing. No, I actually looked at it. It's, defi- it is six inch steel tubing. <laughs> it's, wow. It's, it's massive. It is um, massive. Six inch steel tubing. So <laughs> we had toyed with the idea of, of ripping out the motor and going electric with it. But mm-hmm. now we're toying with the idea as if the misfits want to get their claws on it and clean it up. Um, maybe we can do that. We can so it's got a V twin sure. in there. Yeah, we yeah. can get a V twin running. Yeah, yeah. So we're 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 now toying with this idea, and I and I love it because the thing is ridiculous and it's beautiful and we should just be playing a loop of ride of the valkyries every time it approaches <laughs> it is it, it, in it yeah it, it it was quite powerful it took off and it had it had right. some some punch to it i don't know did h do you ever ride it when it was in rideable condition of course i did i oh. built it uh, wait a minute <laughs> hold on a second hold on i don't remember okay so wait. he built the first one he built the defiance. build it again he built h it with built big it again. technology well so, wait you built it. it am i right it's six inch tubing a little bit smaller than that, four inch. Is it four inch? Okay, yeah. it's big. It's yeah, small stuff. So, <laughs> so, so please fill me in because I'm, you know, this was I wasn't paying attention because I was being a teenager and, and all this mm-hmm. at the time. So, um, tell me more about the building process of the Defiant, then, please. Craig told me what he wanted, and I, I built it from scratch. I had to do it in three months. Wow! Wow! And wow. I got it done on time. <laughs> Do you still have the plans, or is it was just all there in your was head? No plans. I just—that's amazing. You—you <laughs> <laughs> you were the plan. <laughs> well, and, and, and as Dano has described it, um, you know, the, he loved—he grew up with scooters. He loved scooters growing up, and they were appropriate size for kids. But now, as adults, we're we're old and fat, and we look ridiculous on tiny scooters. So we need a big adult size scooter, which is what—that's what his plan was. <laughs> well, that's exactly what he built. It was an adult size scooter. Oh, it, you, you want to do eighty miles an hour? It'll do eighty miles an hour, and it goes right down the road. And it it had plenty of pickup and plenty yeah. of, of punch, and it 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 hauled, and uh, it was so, uh, utterly ridiculous. He liked to use the tagline like "We don't care how they do it anywhere else." Or yeah, something. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this, it's got a Harley motor inside. It had a Rev yeah. Tech, hundred horsepower. Wow. Oh, so like if you explain this to oh, like a hardcore diehard Harley person, that brains would probably melt about. They it. would know what to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's it's a giant. I like it. Giant kind of snail shaped. Uh, thing and yeah. there's two of them sitting around uh you know covered up uh and could use some tlc okay so for the google people let's what are we what's, what are the search terms the vetter defiant De- defiant scooter defiant scooter vetter defiant scooter yeah. and it's interesting it, and just queue up right of the valkyries while you look for it because <laughs> yeah yeah I've there's seen that in Hollister. <laughs> he, he wrote it to Hollister one year. Yeah, many I'm sure years he brought ago. it to, to Mike Corbett. Yeah. Sure, yeah. sure, absolutely. So, H, can you have it back together by May? <laughs> it's together already. <laughs> Just have the body work together. Well, H say. tried to, to revive it a couple uh, months ago and then got bored. Well, remember, there's there's two. You guys are we're, to talk about these things interchangeably. The first one was the RevTech, the silver one that has no body work, and the second one is the Sportster. The black one. The black one that has the Sportster mm-hmm. engine. Right. Mm-hmm. Literally an elongated Sportster, and that's the one that has the full body kit. That's the one that can become, right. that uh, you see okay. in the pictures yeah. of the showpiece. The first one never really had a full body work. It had a cover over the clutch 
you know, the CVT and the uh, drivetrain so you wouldn't die and grab, put your hand in there because it was literally like, a, <laughs> like a, a tractor from the 1910s that used those leather belts with the power takeoff on them where you could get killed if you stuck your hand in there. No, I, I, I really <laughs> can, like can, this idea. Can we do this? Can we do yeah. this? You guys, I mean, we can go spend a couple weekends down there. So there's potentially two that could be put together. The first one mm. is the one that you saw and that you pulled up on Google, the red and white, red yeah. and cream colored one. The second one, it has some body work. It has some parts for it, but it's largely a naked bike but it's a fully functional bike and it's even more absurd naked, naked scooter yeah, it's even yeah excuse me, excuse me it's even more absurd than the, than the one with the body work well, the, the, well, great, the great thing about that one though is that you can see the engine and, and see oh, what, what it you, is you can, there, there's nothing left to the imagination right. like the night banana would put right yeah. in there. I was going to say so, why not why not try and restore both of them where we have one on display and another one to show what's it's, going on inside it's maybe, simply yeah. a matter of time and energy and money and mm. dedication because it's, it's going to be a lot of work it's going to be a lot of work and well, get cracking yeah there well, you go if we, we got nothing else going on around here yeah, of course not. <laughs> yeah, so no let's i would love to see this happen oh, yeah. emma you're willing to jump in on this too heck yeah mm. the more what? absurd the better how long has it been since this bike has run oh gosh 15 years at least oh, yeah. at least a dozen years. but it, long it, thousand years <laughs> it's, it's gonna be the usual thing i mean it's it's fuel and um does it turn over age I would consider both of them be nut runners. Right. Why is that? As long as the engine neglects for a long time. There was some abuse on the uh, uh, naked frame model. Are we talking the motor? Yeah. Abuse of like parts taken off or no strip bolts from being over torqued in the Mm. engine itself. Oh, that's right. Remember that you pulled the head. It got taken over by the University of uh, down in. University of Bispo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're yeah. talking about Cal, Cal Poly. Cal yeah. Poly ruined part, broke yeah. oh, part of it. Oh, God, those yeah. those Mustangs? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. The other, but, the other, uh, the one with the bodywork on it, I, I had no, uh, I didn't do anything on that one. But I believe that one's in better shape mechanically yes. speaking. So of all of the ones that are most likely, if you wanted to triage, getting them both running is fine, but, but the one that is likely to be the least trouble is the, the, Sportster, the Sportster. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the RevTech one, I remember that. You pulled the head right. off, and there was four there was four bolts holding it down. I think either one or two of them, <laughs> you pulled out the bolt, and the aluminum from the, from, the, oh. from the was in the threading of the of the bolt. You're like, ooh. Well, you know. <laughs> that doesn't look good. I always have a good time whenever I go up to the ranch, largely because you and Morgan are such good cooks. Oh. <laughs> so, um, yeah. That's right tip, though. So. Let's arrange it. I'll come up. We'll have a look at the sports, and I'm sure with a little bit of carburetor work and sure. an IV of fuel. You're saying we might have to feed, make some feasting. I mean, we're not really big on cooking food, oh, but if we really <laughs> had to, yes. Okay. okay. All right. Um, no, let's see if we can resurrect it because yeah. I like absurd stuff. We, we were discussing mm-hmm. with yeah. Henry's giant, giant uh, luggage rack on his bike. <laughs> we were considering the top, the top box there could actually be a sous vide machine. Like we could, we could put that in there. This <laughs> oh, man. It's like a twenty gallon box. <laughs> so we think of the number. Of, of when we use his exhaust, we could fill it full of steak and and put the sous vide machine in there, and he could just drive around, and then he could arrive, and we everyone could have steak. <gasps> Wait, wow. you could do that with a defiant, and the ride would be based on yeah. how much meat there was to cook. Like we're taking a four hour ride because it's how long it takes. Yeah, for sorry, meat to this finish. is it's a pork shoulder ride. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we're gonna. <laughs> All right, so it sounds like the misfits have a new project. Yes. Mm. Nice. Sous vide machine. Got it. Yes. Yes. That's right. That's what I heard too. That's exactly right. We tonight right we it. dine. <laughs> so the only question is, H, do you like having help when you're working? 
Uh, I don't mind. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, because we will come in force. Yeah. All right. That would be, that would be great. I, I figure anybody that helps me, I get to learn from them. Hmm. Cool. There you go. Great attitude to have. I, yeah, I, I think with, with H and Emma on the team, it's like... Psh, this is what are we here solid. for? I know. All it comes down to, I make food. I'll cook the meat. Yeah, I'll cook food. We're going to hear is a constant stream of, hello, and H is going, it's broken. <laughs> hello. It's broken. Nice. It's, hello. It's broken. Hello. Um. <laughs> All right, we're done here. <laughs> what do I get for $20? It's broken. So, Zach, I hear you have a story. Oh. Uh, so many stories. Which one are so, we, are we allowed um, to talk about? You snapped a belt recently? Oh, Ooh, never, oh. What do you tell everybody when this happens? <laughs> yeah, because you made me rescue what? you and tow you. Wait, what, how many belts have you snapped? Uh, this month? Le, what, yeah, this month alone. Well, no, no. This month alone, I've only snapped one. This month okay, alone. Okay. But, but I mean, it's if a good you want month, to talk then. about since I... It's not over yet. Well, <laughs> I would say since that bike... Since that, yeah, be quiet. <laughs> I think since I've, since I've started riding that FX, I've probably... I think the the death toll is something like nine belts, <laughs> 11, 11, Well, when I had a bike with spoked wheel or spokes, I think I've broken like fourteen spokes what? until I got tired of breaking them. And I I said, "Can you guys give me better?" And they said, "No." So I went to Buchanan Spokes and had them give me. I think it was ten gauge because they were like thirteen or wow. fourteen gauge wow. spokes on zero. Yeah. And I said, "This is stupid." So I replaced them all, and then they stopped breaking spokes. But so I, you yeah. know they have a chain conversion for that. Yeah, bike. but it, that's wow. not going to do that's no good. I'll tell you what, here's the problem, here's the problem. Have you listened to those cacophony of noise that shows up when, when these two, Brandon and, and Morgan, show up on their Energica? <laughs> it's like drive. this, like, yeah, it sounds like somebody is, like, strangling a cat or something. I'm mistress. Like, it's just, like, it's terrible. It's just this horrible noise, this ratcheting sound, and this it's awful. How dare you? And I the, just replaced my chain. It sounds so wonderful. Nice I enjoy the noise of my bike. Yeah, yeah. You next savage, to it, silent. So you snapped about, but not too far from home. He calls me up. <laughs> well, it was a little bit excellent. What are you doing problem. right now? <laughs> well, the worst problem. You want to come tow me? Is that I knew there was a hand. problem. I knew there was a problem, <laughs> and I thought, oh well. But there was a car in my way, and I thought, well, I'll just give it a little throttle and go around it real quick. And it, what was worse, it was a, some stupid minivan, you know. Oh, and, no. And so I got up and cock and oh. broke it. And, and then, of course, what happens is I'm sitting there coasting past them faster. <laughs> like, and the stupid belt is stuck, like, rolling behind, but it's, like, behind. Like, and I'm like... Yeah, I know what's going to happen here. Like I'm going past them, but I'm, they're going to catch me again at about a hundred yards. Yeah, and I have to like somehow play it off. Like, oh, I'm just like looking at stuff. I'm I'm looking to the left, looking to the right, and like pull off to the side what to make it look dying. like I intentionally meant to do this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so then he calls me up yeah. on the phone and says, "What are you doing right now?" Um, well, uh, wh- why? What's up? Uh, well, um, so I snapped a belt. I need you to come tow me because I'm not that far away, and I. The thing is, I'm not. This is not the first time I've had to do this. <laughs> the last time was Brandon was trying to learn how to wheelie. Oh, that's right. That was so great. So I had Cal- I was riding Callum's garbage bike, and uh, and Brandon was learning how to wheelie on my then Death SR, which we'd taken a bunch of parts off to make it lighter, so he could just twist it and pop the front wheel up, mm-hmm. which he did. He went, bing, and the you know, and then the front end came down, shredded, and and uh, <laughs> at that point, I just like, all right, I used the belt 
in my left hand, had him hold on to it, try, wrap it around his handlebars or something like that, and I towed him Foot by pain. hand by like you know a mile and a half back to the ranch from where we were. I have issues with this. There yeah. are so many issues. If it dug in my hand, it hurts. <laughs> Pulling my shoulder out of its socket. I think your better solution was how much time so, you spent trying to but, pull this thing. So then, now, now this time I had to pull. So Zach's, you're experienced with this. I'm then. experienced. This time I brought a a, a tie down cable as opposed to the belts. <laughs> Very <laughs> smart. That's the way to do it. And yeah. so I wrapped it around my hands several times and then you know led Zach about five feet behind me. Oh god. And uh, well, drag, you, should, you should be clear here that, that dragged first, him a mile first he's home. He's pulling himself with his arm held backwards. Why being didn't torqued. you wrap it around your foot peg? I finally got him to do this a hundred feet from the shop. <laughs> so it you went all the way from like mid valley. So much easier from the mouth of the valley very, back to the shop. No, no, fortunately he's on Schulte Road. It but made okay, me very okay. nervous to have a wire next to my ch- near the, the chain like that. I didn't want to have something potentially well, get caught up in it. So the benefit, uh, I've also been towed by Morgan and many other people and uh, Terry several times for twenty dollars. <laughs> for twenty dollars, <laughs> but um, I've always found that if you, I learned this trick from some random dude in. Paso Robles, who towed me behind his little SUV thing when I ran out of juice down there. Um, so you wrap the one piece of strap around one foot peg on the guy who's being towed. So if it's his uh, left foot, for so he can still use his rear brake, and then you wrap it around the right foot peg of the guy who's doing the towing. That way, either person can lift their foot off of their peg, and the strap just flies free from it. So... Unfortunately, Liza suggested something to me that makes me feel like a complete idiot. <laughs> so why didn't you just... And I listened to her and I went, Oh, Liza, please tell me what I should have done. Uh, you push the bike with your leg straight out on the rear foot peg of the disabled bike. Mm-hmm. And you push you. them. That way it gives you a little more control that if, uh, you know, you can always just... Take your leg off real quickly yep. if you need to separate. Not tied together. Not yeah. tied together. Well, exactly. I would like to point out that I was very good, and, and I held the front brake down for a good portion of the time to make sure it stayed nice and Just taut. to make it nice and hard for Morgan to pull with his arm. Was, he'd go fast, slow, and he'd go twing, 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 <laughs> and then he'd watch his arm get yanked backwards while he'd take Cutting the whole off circulation of the, of the bike, oh and then it would snap me forward. So uh, okay. I was going to say, it's, <laughs> it's easier to do that on a scooter than a clutch bike, because I did that with John Knowles on my V11, mm-hmm. and that was... Uh, that was a very physical exercise on my part to push his bike down Empire Grade to the garage. <laughs> so, oh man, Charlie pushed me on the Death FX when it died, um, all the way back from up on top of the mountain over there next to the church. Oh wow! And we fun. and we have a, a an old friend of the garage who found out the hard way um, that you don't want to use a rope to tie somebody on a motorcycle. Uh-oh. Oh, did he wrap something up in his front wheel? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he, our old friend Andy. Uh, oh yeah. He he had a unfortunate incident recently where a strap he was getting pulled with the strap and it it somehow got caught up in the front wheel and it went down. Yeah. So H, what is the method that you use? I'm just. I was just going to tell you about one never to use. Oh, ah. okay. How'd you find uh, this out? Er, early on, uh, my, <laughs> I bought the hard my way. first Harley, mm. and it was a 48 uh, Panhead, 1,000 cc's. Uh, it wouldn't start, so I was over in the cemetery rolling down the hill, and... Uh, the cemetery. It wouldn't start up. And so <laughs> my, my what are you dad, doing the cemetery? He glosses age. over these things. Uh, it was behind our house. Okay. So, 
had a lot of unannounced visitors, did you? <laughs> now we know why Henry moved out here. So why were you sneaking out of your house? I was just trying to get the dang thing running. Okay. <laughs> so Dad came over with the 56 Chevy and hooked a rope onto it and tied it to this little wire thing on the front fender of the Harley. Mm. Oh, no. Oh. Uh, and towed up the hill. Is this a rail on the front fender? Did it have a fender rail? It had some little wire uh, like, uh, okay. thingy up there. Mm-hmm. You know, special stuff, thingies. Did it rip the fender off? No. Oh, okay. Wow. It made it so I couldn't steer the motorcycle. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so always tie behind the uh, steering yes. head. Yeah. Well, I could one-up you, Henry, because when when I had him hook onto it, initially I decided to hold onto it with my hand, mm-hmm. which is... On the left <laughs> side of the of the handlebars, mm-hmm. and my right hand. So it's this oh, point. Yeah. I'm basically sitting here going, "Wait, you put it on your handlebars? Yes. And, oh my god. No, no, no. Later, I fix it. I put it right in the dead center. And That's not fixing easy. it. You no, don't no, it never better. tie something was, to the handlebars. So That's how you drive the bike. No, no, it was perfect. It was perfect. It worked oh just fine. Would you guys stop making me tow you? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I have one that's better. Uh, I've got this friend who uh, she crashed a bike and like. It was not drivable, and she called her boyfriend to come tow her, who doesn't know how to ride bikes very well, and he tied uh, a rope onto one of her forks. Oh, <laughs> yeah. man. That did not end well. No. Uh, Kept trying to drive off somewhere that, else. Yeah. That's but that's that's one step better than tying it to the handlebars. It was pretty I think. tough. Like I gotta say, I was I like, was like, you know, my head is really getting tired of holding this thing yeah. forward while it's trying to push me. Back. You gotta put on your brakes. I did. <laughs> I to stop him. Right. But, but, like, it was really getting tough. Like, my hand was starting to go blue. <laughs> so, there you go, Morgan. Now you have another Thank uh, you. another way to do it. Okay. Um, we did that a lot in Pakistan because we'd run out of gas a lot on our <laughs> bikes up in the mountains. And you just somebody would just get behind you and start pushing you. You know, I once towed, I once towed um, a car along with my motorbike. Did you? Yes. Wow. What and kind of car? The Guzzi? Um, it was it was a terribly British car. It was called a Vauxhall Ventura 3.3. Yep. And a friend had one. It's big, heavy car. I think it was like from 1969. Mm. And it oh broke my. down. I think the transmission went out. <laughs> and he was rather worried because he hadn't got... He hadn't got anything on it. He hadn't got it insured. It, he hadn't paid any road tax on it. Yeah, he stole it. And there's a um, <laughs> there's an annual inspection called an MOT, and it like mm. failed its MOT five Ooh. years ago. So he, he had nothing on this car. Oh jeez! It's like you got to help me. <laughs> and I, at the time, I had a Suzuki 380, and I thought, oh yeah, what could possibly go wrong? So I just you know <laughs> got a rope, tied it around the grab rail, pulled this bloody. Vauxhall Ventura home. That's, oh, that's pretty <laughs> amazing. Wow, that's this pretty is amazing. a big boat of a car. But the bike was never the same again. Oh, no. <laughs> Scarred for life. <laughs> lost, lost a millimeters no, off of the boat. Brandon, no one can see that on your tiny phone. No, Not even he could see on the phone. It was a boat of Knock a car. Knock his experience with small things. Yes. <laughs> so, um, Emma, I think this was before you. I used When we had the Trail 70s here, Yes. I often went out to retrieve... Um, 
riders and tow them back. I called it Liza's tug and tow service. <laughs> oh my god, that's good. <laughs> and if that better does the, not strike, hey, you know what? Better the uh, better the uh, tug and toy instead of the uh, rub and tug. <laughs> uh, but those little trail seventies were great at just uh, tugging someone home. Did those trail seventies have the dual range transmission, or that was just the one tens? No, not on. Yeah, that not on the, the. Those were so neat. They had yeah. that little gear you could switch it down yeah. to tank to tractor yeah. mode. I'm just Knox rub and tuck. <laughs> How do you think the garage gets funded? Knock, you are a man of many talents. Like, you know. Everything on the menu, $20. $20. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, we'll add that to the menu. The tug and tuck. What's the special of the day? Um, Liza, $20. If you're, if you're trying, one thing not to do with your dirt bike, if you're going to hook ropes up to it, mm-hmm. is try not to pull stumps. A friend of mine tried to do that. Oh, no. Wait, no, this is, well, this is that. a terrible he, idea. He had the stump yeah. almost loose. It just it would wiggle, <laughs> but he just couldn't quite pry it out. It was in his backyard. So he took a rope, tied it to the stump, oh, no. tied it to his motorcycle, <laughs> and was trying to go between the, the two houses <laughs> and pulling on oh. it. And it would just it would just do a burnouts and the clutch is slipping and he's afraid he's gonna damage the motor. So he came up with a bright idea. I need a running start. Oh, oh no. So he God. backed it up, oh, made a run. Oh no. When we hit the end of the rope. His uh, groin promptly hit the, the uh, triple clamp <laughs> oh. over the handlebars. And uh, he said nobody's around, but it didn't matter. He just laid there for a while between the two houses and decided uh, maybe more digging was necessary. Contemplating the bad decision. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Do not use it for pulling stuff. Good thing he wasn't riding one of those triumphs with a little luggage rack on the tank. Oh, my God, yeah. The scrotum. Oh. Oh. Notice the diamond is a bad idea. Hello. <laughs> the first time I heard about that bike was when we were putting the extra charger on Zach's bike right in the front in the tank area. Hey, I'd like to point out we've had no issues yet. Your dad was like, that's a really bad idea. He's going to lose his Just, stuff. It, you know what? That's why it has the special snap-off zip, zip ties. Like, with enough force, they'll... That way your iron testicles can just rip the zip tie and charge it off. It has like razor-like grating as a cooling fin. Yes, right so beds into there your There is a reason they stop putting those racks on yeah. tanks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, I'll put a foam ramp on it or something. <laughs> That'll be just fine. Oh, my word. It's code in Teflon. It'll hey, we got a couple good emails. Yes, I wanted yes, to make sure yes. we read. Knock, right. can you start with yours? Please tell me it's got I an believe- accent. Please tell me it has an accent. This one's titled SWM Meadows. And uh, hey, wigbacks to be read in a northern Welsh or oh, western Arkansas thank accent. Thank you. Thank you. I don't okay. know what that is. <laughs> Just, oh, look you. Western Arkansas. In northern Hello, Welsh. Billy Joel. Western Arkansas is pretty close to Texas. Oh, northern oh. Welsh, where the sheep are good looking, Boyle. I'm just going to do a, like a horribly stereotypically southern accent. Southern. So, yeah. I like to hear that. I just listened to your bear of an episode. Yeah. <laughs> nice to hear Mark and Nancy hitting the pod circuit. Also yeah, nice from, to uh, from Moto, uh, Mimi and Moto. Mimi and Moto, yep. Also nice to hear everyone hitting the dirt. In that yeah. vein, SWM has been making motorcycles since the 1970s, if okay. I'm not mistaken. I have to stop you there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, have, I have some corrections during this. Oh. So that is correct. Uh, SWM was a company that made motorcycles in the 70s and 80s. They made enduro trials, stuff like that. And then the, the, the company ended. The new SWM that Mike has, they bought the name 
and started producing under that name. So this is... May I continue, ma'am? Yeah, this is a resurgence. <laughs> so not the same oh, SWM. The so they haven't been making them since that time. They right. made them for a while, stopped, yeah. and now they're making them again. Okay. Okay. I think it stands for Simple Working Motorcycle. Uh, okay, I need to stop you there. <laughs> That is not true either. Really? <clears throat> yeah. Um, so the SWM motorcycles, it actually, it's an SVVM. Oh? Yeah, exactly. W. Yeah. Wow. So it stands for Soroni Vergani Vimacate Milano. Hmm. That That's a lot of vowels. SVVM. <laughs> there you go. Go ahead. Wow. All right. Uh, where was I? And it was meant to as an alternative to super expensive, unreliable stuff out there. Okay, I need to stop you there. <laughs> no, I'll let you. You haven't me. done that yet. <laughs> I can't think of what would have been expensive back then in those times, but from what I read somewhere a long time ago, I'm guessing Honda and Mako and even Bull Taco were competitors. <laughs> then, as dirt bikes have become more expensive, here these are a, these are a good way to get into riding without paying the brand fee. I don't know much about them except that they started in Italy, and I think they made up, still made there, and I think still made there. Okay. Yes, <laughs> in Milan. Yeah, it's probably more of a European thing. <laughs> what what and, kind of thing, Doc? European thing. European. <laughs> and if you think about it, most of Europe is sort of like Middle America. European in an airbox, right? <laughs> they all talk like this. Where wages are probably aren't astro- astronomically high, to my knowledge. So as it may be that build quality lacks, but price is right to some to get into riding. Dying. Yeah. And did you say Perfect who, who this email is from? Uh, this is from, uh, hold on a second, I'm getting there. All right. All right. And so it may be that build quality lacks, but the price is right to get someone mm-hmm. into writing. Or they could just be Italian version of Cobra motorcycles, largely unknown. I think Cobra is still made in the U.S. of A. But uh, you have to know junior motocrossers to know who they are. Kickstands and wieners up. Signed, <laughs> Junkie. So it's Junkie Turdman from the Creative Writing. Ah, uh, yeah. Junkie Turdman. <laughs> exactly. Western Arkansas accent. I don't know about that. <laughs> Northern Welsh. How close is that? Mount Ida. I've been watching a lot of Peaky Blinders, man. I got to get that. You know what I mean? Like, that's a good show. Um, Anyways. Morgan, what do you have there? I have uh, an episode or an email entitled "Episode 344" from Ron Steele. And what accent will you be giving us today? <laughs> Can we request my, my, Tasmanian? My best knock accent. <laughs> can we can we just agree that Ron Steele is his, probably his porno name? So Ron, you can read it yeah. in yes. a porno Steel. accent. The yes, best porno, porno accent. Ooh, Catching up on your podcast. There it is. Oh, yes. Oh my God. To episode three forty four this morning. I can't agree more with Liza's evaluation of the training. She mentioned how the dirt training has changed her perception of road situations and the ability to remain relaxed in negative situations. I rode dirt exclusively. Whoa! It just got creepy. It just got creepy. What I mean? Would you? Would you? I didn't know you spoke mustache. This this kind of dirt? Yeah. 
Knock, please. I rode dirt exclusively for almost 30 years before getting my first street bike. The ability to stay relaxed and react to negative situations has literally saved my ass. <laughs> Q it Emma! Does not say Q that. Emma! It does not say that! Oh. oh my god. We'll never get through these emails. Yeah, all right. On a few occasions. 23. <laughs> Oh my god. Tw- <laughs> Focus. <laughs> 23 years and over 200,000 miles that have not been down. <laughs> Fingers crossed, not jinxing. I also took the MSC riding course for the street and was glad I did because of the difference between the dirt and the streets. $20. The great thing about riding dirt is that initially you crash a lot. Which teaches you how to not crash. Still love to dirt ride and really enjoy my 2018 Africa Twin Adventure Sports. Hey, there it is. Sent from my iPhone. <laughs> oh, nice. I, I think we need a five. I think we need a five-minute break for you to get ourselves cleaned up. Wow. Hey, a cigarette. He's got a cigarette. Yeah. That was wild. <laughs> I'm spent. I don't think we need any more. Any more. <laughs> Someone yeah. give me a night banana. <laughs> All right, Miss Emma. So um, I have an email here from Tim Clifton, and he's from Baltimore in Maryland. Oh. However, the English quarter. <laughs> Lucky Tim. Uh, what's up, Misfits? Hello. 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 Hearing the. Uh, okay. <laughs> way too velvety. Um, it's way too chocolatey for me. I can't handle that. <laughs> Been riding in the dirt again, oh, have we? Almost 30 years. <laughs> I'll bet, I will bet you have, darling. Save my ass. <laughs> now look. Hey, that, that explains the brown patch up the back of your ass. <laughs> Actually, that was where I think, I Henry rode over him. <laughs> yeah, that's where I spent Unlike that other guy, he had $20. <laughs> Mother of God. Oh, wow. And that was the last time the vet were ever invited onto the podcast. <laughs> okay, I'm a- <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're back to Mimi and Moto. Yay. Hearing the authors of Mimi and Moto books on the podcast this past week inspired me to write to you all. After listening to them the first time you had them on, that was, God, mm-hmm. what, 18 months? Two yeah, years? it was a while ago, yeah. Yeah, a while a ago. While um, I loved their concept and immediately backed them on Kickstarter. Great. Um, and got both books and a T-shirt for my three-year-old daughter. She loves the books and specifically loves finding little critters on each page that correspond to that particular letter. In brackets, as Miss Emma mentioned. (laughs) Close brackets. She also loves riding with me and my wife on a little electric minibike in our backyard and her own electric quad. Yeah. Gotta start them young. Mm -hmm. So um, he carries on. I first heard of you guys a few years ago through the Cleveland Moto Podcast. <laughs> hey, hey, shout Phil. out to Phil. Wow. Who the hell are those guys? <laughs> um, His name is Phil. <laughs> He's been riding in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> um, Save my ass. 
<laughs> and then <laughs> realized I'd seen you on Ride with Norman Reedus. Yeah. The combination of your knowledge, insight, and ridiculous antics are entertaining and inspiring for any motorcyclist. <laughs> Darling, they're not ridiculous antics, they're moronic antics. We've <laughs> already been through this Get many right. times before. Um, <clears throat> I've been through several bikes over 18 years of riding, but my current main ride is a 2010 Moto Guzzi V7 Cafe Classic. Ooh. That's a lovely bike. You know, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Chrome gas tanks Loves on them. The mm -hmm. like, oh, God. Um, I love the styling and the unique feel of the Guzzi. Um, my wife wants to start riding, so I'm fixing up a 96 Suzuki GS500E for her. Ah, oh, dude, that's Great. perfect. Great the, start. The Goose. Yeah. The Goose. 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 Um, I also built a homemade electric bike using an 86 Ninja 600 chassis okay. with a Nissan Leaf battery cells. It's kind of crazy, but a lot Ooh. of fun. Huh. Well, that's a person of many talents. Yeah, that's cool. How does, how does he charge it, I wonder? Well, we, we, <laughs> we, we can ask him in Carefully. Mm. Because, he continues, I will be in San Francisco for work in the middle of May. Mm. Do you have to say anything about San Francisco porno guy? I'm a big fan of San Francisco. I'll bet you are, darling. Um, by the bay. <laughs> I'll bet you do. Um, Little cable cars. <laughs> what does that even mean? If you know what I mean. I will be in San Francisco yeah. for work in the middle of May, and I've already added a few days to the trip and booked a rental bike hey. through Twisted Road, hey. I hope. Oh, nice. So I can ride down the coast and visit the garage. I look forward to meeting you all and witnessing the menagerie of motorcycles and misfits. Regards, Tim Clifton, Baltimore, Maryland, and the best part, he's, Bottom a, he's a Patreon subscriber. Hey. Hey. And he is also included. There's a photo. There is a photo of his child. Oh. And there is this small um, child of the female variety with blonde hair. Sitting on a little CRF fifty, and, and she looking is looking very pleased. She's with herself. very adorable. She's mm. like a little human kitten. And did you see her shirt? <laughs> oh, she's got the Mimi and Moto shirt yeah. on. Oh, yeah, but yeah, there you are. She's gotta she's show the rest of the class. Oh, look at that. Young. She's a little kitten. <coughs> That's cool. super adorable, dude. Mm. Wow. However, um, I have a re I have a complaint oh? that Tim failed to include her name. So, uh, yes, she's a nameless child. Who do you think her name is? Fred. Tim's baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess Tiffany. You know, no, I think, you know, she looks like a little Susie or a little, you know, she's uh, maybe a little Emma. Oh, oh, I like oh. that. Let's she, just call her Little Emma. She's yes. little. She's very <laughs> cute. I think we might have to put that picture up in here. I think she deserves to be on the wall of shame. Oh. <laughs> if anyone no. defaces this picture, yeah. no, oh. she, be nice. beaten to death. she is beyond adorable. It starts with a little mustache. Yes. <laughs> no. Hey, um, you know, I don't remember asking um, uh, the Better Boys. Mm. When did you guys start riding? Did your dad get you oh, in gosh. early? Jeez. I had my first bike was we bought it from our PD attrition it was a yz50 uh, yeah. I had a, uh, I think I had an 80 cc four stroke, and we had before that we had a little quad. I'm pretty much five, yeah. six years old. So we which yeah. traumatized me. Yeah, no, we we had. Um, that was much later. We had no, we, the, the, that that's different. No, the little quad was actually a little something with a, with a rope on the front, so the adult walking in front could pull the kill switch. Pull the kill switch if you got out of control. If the, if the child started to run into a wall, as we did. Wow. So <laughs> I had a YZ50, and Dad limited the throttle, um, so I didn't kill myself because it's a YZ50. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Zach had a, <laughs> yeah. little, a little three-gear Honda something or other. Yeah, it was like, a, like an 80cc four-stroke. We then graduated yeah. to Suzuki 84 wheelers for a while. Um, yeah, we also had CT110s. That was until later. We, we right. found a gaggle of CT110s on the Those side of the road. Great. Dad bought them all. It was like six, <laughs> six, six CT110s. CT110 is an awesome bike. Oh, and God, yeah. That's Hold on. I, H, you just laughed like you remembered this. Did you have something to do with this pile of CT110s? No, but I remember them. <laughs> all we have yeah, literally had like 20% of the entire stock of the U.S. Of, um, yeah, it was, in, it was in like 1986, CT-110, and it was, we took a trail riding in Colorado. Yeah, and yeah multiple from, times. Went to the top of no. highest peaks of Engineer Pass, 14,000 yeah, 14, feet up. Right. Well, CT-110, oh, only, you know, we put it in, in, in low range mode. It's going to go five miles an hour, but it's going to go there. It's going to do it. Now, did you guys go grow up riding around the ranch here? Because I think yeah. you had a house in San Luis Obispo before then. That was more or less before either of us were anybody. But like, I was two years old. Right, 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 right. So we didn't do anything. It was all in, in Monterey that we da- did everything. Dad decided that when they were building a nuclear power plant on a San Andreas fault line in a place called Diablo Canyon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their plan wasn't necessarily the most well thought he out. Thought, and, he thought maybe he should go elsewhere. And you know the best thing about Diablo Canyon? If you Google search what Diablo Canyon power plant looks like, it looks like a giant pair of boobies. It's cool yes. looking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. It is. It's like giant boobies. Uh-huh. Well, those jar- those are that's giant, that's those are giant, giant nuclear yeah. boobies. Yeah, 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 exactly. They're trying to cover them over because if you have it explode, there's going to be some serious problems. Right. And what better to cover <laughs> like things a, like than a debutante? Boobies. So, um, as I mentioned, in two weeks, you guys are all going to be up the one show: Bagel, Emma, Mike, Jim, and Knock. Yep. Nock yeah. has not bought his ticket yet. Nock is a very naughty uh, boy. He's got to earn twenty it. more dollars. Got, yeah, leave the man tonight. alone. He's got to work his magic. Buy it tonight. But I am going to be going somewhere. Yes, you are on Saturday. Uh, of the, while you're gone, you will be going to the country where they say hello. No, that's the following oh, that could week. Be anywhere. Oh, while you guys are gone, I have found something very interesting a place to go. And night banana. Factory. I was actually going to see if like any of the other people in the room want to join me. Where is this unnamed place that you have not yet spoken of? Laguna Seca. I've never heard of that place. This sounds exotic and far sounds away. Very, exactly. sounds far away. <laughs> I don't have time for one of those long trips, okay? I don't have a plane flight I can make. 12 miles Where is, is this place? <laughs> for the Arma racing. Ooh. Arma. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, American historic um, motorcycle racing. Hmm. Wait. Hmm. Wait. Amra. Uh, American Historic Racing Motorcycle Association. Oh, okay. Arma. Oh. Um, yeah, specifically Clay invited me because he's got some people that he met up in Portland oh, yeah? at the uh, at the, the film, film festival, festival yeah. when you were there yeah. with a sobbing scooterist yep. whose film was there about their it's the all women uh, sidecar racing team oh yeah yeah and they're going to be racing down at oh, Laguna awesome. Seca very rad cool. so if this is classic bikes racing or, or classic bikes so that means we can bring the Bramo right well they do they, they, <laughs> no, actually, they, said, they said classic not no, no, vintage no, no. Oh. guys you're joking but they do actually have a formula electric so Arma is not only focused focused on historical bikes. They have several classes that relate to the future of motorcycling. Wow. Um, and Pacific Coasts. 
Uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> things with trunks, yes. Uh, but no, so they, they're looking forward to both the future of electric and the future of petrol bikes, and they have classes that have really cool hyper-modern bikes in them. The future wow. is So um, I want to go on the ninth, and the one thing I love about these kind of races, you're not dealing with like the crowds, like everything is accessible, and walking the pits and yeah, talking yeah. to yep. everyone about their, their bikes, it's very grassroots. Yeah, we live so far away from Seiko, we never get a chance to go visit it. Yeah, I guess that so is, yeah. Saturday the 9th, I'm going to head on down there. I hope mm-hmm. you guys might are... be able to do it. I know I leave on the 10th to go yeah. to uh, to go to a talk in Yosemite, but but before that, there's no reason I can't do something beforehand. Mm. Yeah. Did, so did you, do you want us to cook for you? Is that what this is? Ooh. Oh yeah. Well, I suppose we could if we. <laughs> but you'll have to bring the bananas. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, we got a lot of stuff uh, going on. Our calendars are filling up. Um, Thank uh, thank gosh the weather was good today because we've had a lot of rain. It was it's questionable. Making it's things really. We were a little bit worried. We we're looking at the schedule. Really the skills to rain. What am I going to do? I want to go up there. I know. I know. I can't show up in a car. Otherwise, I have to hang my head in shame. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but we're we're like full force. I know a lot of people around the country. It's January. So they are not riding, and they live vicariously through us. So just know we are nonstop. We're, we're running people over. We're having a great time. <laughs> yes, exactly. 20 bucks like it's nothing. <laughs> exactly. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> that's, you, that's the sound you make as you drive over them. <laughs> the sound Hello. of money being made. Like a debutante. <laughs> and also, um, when you guys are all gone, um, I'm gonna, looking forward I have to, to put on a, a show. Without the misfits, so uh, literally, literally just heard five finger puppets. I know. <laughs> My guest today. So, so I, what do so, you think about this? I called Morgan and I'm like, "Hey, you think you can get the backup misfits in here?" Yeah. So what Morgan's gonna do is sit there and do all of his voices. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm ho- hope- hopefully so that weekend, uh, maybe you'll be able to come down, Brandon. Well, yeah, for sure. And I think you're gonna bring some other people in. I'm gonna do what I can. Yeah, we'll try to get well, Callum yeah. and, and James. Yeah. And, um, and you'll have a full. Well, yeah, get H also. Yeah. Oh, some, yeah. more, some more stories. H, will up. you come back? Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, um, when you're doing the show, yeah. we will, let me think. Yeah, we'll be, if butts in seats are at 6 p.m., yeah. as it usually is, um, we'll be sitting on the taxiway when mm-hmm. the show's on full swing. So um, if I'm able to, I'll call you from the plane. Hmm. You. You may not need to. I've got the uh, the reserves coming in. But nevertheless, sure. Can, wow, yes. you've already been replaced. One miss one show, and it's like that's the end of that. that we'll, is, we'll, uh, yes, we don't I'm, need you anymore. I'm trying to, Emma, I'm trying to get up. Oh, hey, goodbye. <laughs> I'm trying to get a legit. I'm trying to get a legit Welsh woman to come down here, so <laughs> but, we can, we can find a replacement. I'm especially hoping that while you guys are gone, I'm going to need help running the garage. I was hoping that. H would uh, come over and help me so that I can, you know, I have know a kid nothing. come up to you and say like, "What's wrong with it? It's, it's broken." broken. It's broken. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so helpful. <laughs> is there nothing the man cannot do? <laughs> Basically, should have been a doctor. Uh, doctor, yeah, I I, yeah, stop doing that. <laughs> doctor, it hurts when, when I, I do this. this. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, thank you guys for coming. Alan, it's great to see you. Zach, I haven't seen you in a while. Great yeah. to see you. And H, I, I do hope you'll come back, and we enjoyed having you, especially now that, that I know you're mooching off the vetters. Yeah. <laughs> Living at the ranch, you got no excuse. <laughs> 
He's ours. You can't have him. <laughs> I know. I know. And especially since we're going to be working together, working on... A defiant the resurrection. Def- the defiant <clears throat> resurrection. Wow. I want to I wanna see that happen. <clears throat> Wait, could you say that dun, 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 dun. in porno voice? Uh, the defiant the resurrection. Emphasis on resurrection. Erection. Just get rid of the res. So as I thank all of you for defiant coming erection. and joining, uh, this is... <laughs> The time. Ooh, that's, that's, something you get arrested, that's something you get arrested for. All of our listeners, if you've made it this far, I have no idea why you did. You may be regretting yeah, it as I am people. at this moment. Wrong with you people. Another that's two hours right. lost. <sighs> but thank you. There's always thank chance you. to change your lifestyle. Suspect was arrested with a defiant erection. Right. Thank you to all our listeners. Thank you to everyone who sends in the emails. We appreciate it. Thank you to the people who who send us gear we will get it into the right hands and especially thank you to our patreon sponsors for helping us keep this going so um i think i think we're ready to get out of here you guys are nuts all right thanks again this is eliza brandon this is not bagel morgan (laughs) henry alan and zach 20 bucks. <laughs> 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 and we're out of here. Cool, cool. cool. Yeah.